is row one, seat one. Well, this is nice. When did we start doing this? Nobody told me about this. I thought everything sucked now. Do you have a car? You got COVID? It's over. COVID said, oh, I see you having a good season. It'd be a shame if I... I knocked over the microphone for those listening and not watching the video. Like, I think Sean could pull off the hair. I think he could definitely pull off the yeah, hair. Not the color. But not the color or the thickness. Maybe the thickness. All of Cam's passes from this past game at Buffalo, nothing was, was further than 20 yards on the field. Everything was 19 yards and below. Why? What? I've never shot heroin before, but I can probably figure it out. <laughs> I've seen the people that do, and they're not that bright. Blah, blah. This is true, Sean. They are not that bright. That I never really, changes. I really got to get back to where where that even segue that came from. I, I gotta. I'd have to go back and find it too. But uh, welcome everybody. Thank you for joining us here, Row One, Seat One, Joey Vads Radio. Thank you all. Another glorious Tuesday night in July. It's a hot one, Sean. It was a hot one out there today. Yeah, it's hot as balls. Yeah, I, it's, I, I it's like it. that ball stick to your leg hot, and you need the spatula to... You do the old cowboy walking with spurs. Oh, yeah, dude. You can, you can extra see... Extra wide leg. I caught myself doing it at work the other night. I was walking, and like you could see me intentionally take like a step to the right like yep. with my right leg, like kick a leg out. Like, yeah. If you follow someone in the snow track, you see one, two, three, four, wide right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's, uh, it is that time of year, though, and God knows I'll take this over, you know, 45 and rainy. You know... Well, you're getting rain regardless. Uh, tomorrow it's going to rain. Which is good because I put down a bunch of weed and feed for my front yard. Even so better. Need it, need it to so soak in. Tomorrow will, will rain, and it will make, out of the last 20 days, 15 of the last 20 days have had rain. Oh, I know. It's been crazy. It's crazy. It started with the 4th of July. It's like all of a sudden July got here, and it was like, boom. It's the wettest. Shit weather. It's the most played, moist summer of all time. Played a golf tournament yesterday out in uh, Uxbridge at uh, Blissful Meadows. Yep. And the whole show, it was like, I mean, you needed a fucking canoe on some holes. Ugh. Disgusting. I mean, everything was cart path only. Obviously, it was just because it was like, I mean, it was wet. I don't, I don't mind the heat. I mind the humidity. That's the only thing I care about. I don't mind either one of them, to be honest. I mean, I don't love the humidity, I, I, but it, it comes with the territory. You just got to accept it. I have an Australian customer, literally from Australia, and he says, like, uh, you know, nice guy. I can't do the accent. I'm not going to try because it comes out. It's like Asian somehow. Put the shrimp on the bobby. No, it's not even close. I was like half Norwegian <laughs> yeah. in there. So he, he's like, oh, like, you know, in, in Australia, uh, he goes, it's 95, but he goes, it's dry heat. And, I, and I'm doing like a crocodile dundee. It's yeah. dry heat. He goes, there's no, no humidity. And, and it's, it's the way he explained it was like, it's funny to hear the accent. Right. But then he's like, it's nothing like this. He's like, this is trash. Like, he's like, <laughs> and he's like talking about how he'd rather live in Australia where it's like, uh, you know, 95, but it's, he goes, there's a constant breeze, and it's like, well, the whole goddamn place is an island, so. Yeah, it's, it's also Australia, where, like, you know, you see a little bug walking on the table, and you're like, oh, look, a little ant. You're like, oh, I don't touch that one, mate. That one will fucking kill you, it will. Boy, crikey. Oh my God. You got to jam your thumb in its butthole and get That's... rid of the whole queen hive. And you're like, what, what? You're like, yeah, it's the most deadly insect on the island right there. You're like, why are you just so nonchalant about it walking by us? Oh, you know, I get the raid and just come out here once a day and try and keep it going. You know. That's much better. That's pretty good. Actually, I kind of yeah. nailed that there for a second. But uh, anyway, 508, uh, sorry, 774-992-8702 is the phone number if you want to give us a call. We've got a bunch of stuff to get in. we got a short show for you tonight. We're only going to be here for about an hour. 
Um, We're on training camp eve. It's later this week. Later this week, yeah. It starts uh, Friday, I think, for most. No, tomorrow. The Steelers start tomorrow. Yeah, but it's not the whole team. It's like right, rookies but rookies report. report tomorrow for the Steelers. Yeah, and Ben, Big Ben's gonna go by go to start. Flex a little bit. Yeah, uh, Big Ben's up? like, oh, what's I've up? been. Big Ben, what's up? Really, we're not gonna get into Big Ben talk unless people want to. But Big Ben saying, I've been eating better. Big, my man, you're about forty years old. You should have been eating better for the last decade in the prime of your career, not at the end of it where you're trying to save your job from backup one or backup two. I, I like, I, I like Big Ben though. I like Big Ben too. I like Big let's ben a let's lot. let's you know let's come to the self realization here that clock's ticking. Big Ben is not the most healthy man to be playing quarterback anymore. No, no, he is not. Absolutely not. And uh, fuck you, Tim. This is a real beard, okay, Dick. I was actually I was nervous about that yesterday at work. I was like, oh no, it's like all like the real higher ups were in the cart in front of us. And I was like, man, I hope nobody says anything about my beard. <laughs> Not exactly, not exactly regulation length, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, gotcha. So, you know, but it's getting trimmed off anyway. I'm trimming it. Uh, the, the wife's going to snip it down a little bit on the oh, sides. Nice. Me, nice. You know, shape it a little bit. Get a little shapelier. A little shapelier. But, uh, yeah, it was a great golf tournament yesterday. It was, uh, it was a really big cause. It was the, uh, the Daniel J. Hollis Foundation. Okay. Um, What's was, that? Uh, so, guy at my work, uh, Jay Hollis, he was, uh, his, his son was killed in a bar fight uh, a couple of years ago, right before I actually started at Norfolk. Wow. Um, yeah, he got suckered by some kid, and uh, it was a pretty high-profile thing. You can look it up. Um, the guy, uh, the guy just got sentenced the other day. Um, I think he's doing like ten years of like you know of, he's going to do like ten years in in prison for for what he did. Um, but I guess he suckered the kid. Um, he went down, hit his head, and wow, that's got, awful. Yeah, it's it's one of those like awful stories freak, that you just like freak awful accident. Yeah, and it's just like, dude, like, why are you gonna sucker punch somebody? Like, there's just nothing good ever comes that. No one's gonna look at you like you're a tough guy anyway. Like, you're you're just kind of a bitch. But uh, nonetheless, it was uh, it was an absolutely outstanding event. I had a fucking blast. Um, I rode up with my buddy Kyle, who's in the chat right here. We, we we rode up we rode up there uh, together yesterday. Uh, it was great. The guys I got to play with was were really cool. It was a lot of fun. Um, congrats to the winning team. I don't remember who it was. I don't think I knew them, but. A um, lot of lot of people from work up there. It was a good time. It was a really good event. Awesome. I'm looking forward to doing it next year. Um, you know, definitely not the cheapest tournament you'll ever play, but uh, well, hey, it's for a good cause. Well worth it. Yeah, the cause yeah, the cause alone was well worth it. So, uh, great times. Thank you for the people at Blissful Meadows for uh, putting that on too. It was a great, good little, uh, nice little course there. A lot of fun. Tricky fucking greens, man. Tricky greens. Mm. Be real tricky for me. I'd just be pure shit. So. Yeah, you'd be like, I don't know. This isn't Caddyshack. I don't know. This fucking works. Uh, but uh, we're going to do a little uh, pro-am event on uh, August 15th. Okay. And I use the term pro and amateurs very loosely. And in quotations. Uh, but we got, uh, we got eight guys, four of whom all have really good handicaps, and then four of us who are all me being in the normal group, me, Plizzy, and uh, a couple other people are going to be there. We're going to film it. We're going to put it up on the Roll One Seat One page. Okay. Um, so we'll have some uh, we'll have some fun content for you guys of us dicking around on the golf course. Content is content. Yeah, and uh, it's going to be. I have a feeling it's going to be very fun. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. So far, the group of people we have that have uh, agreed to do it, very very funny individuals. Hmm. So it should be a, a absolute hoot of a time. Uh, but we are going to get into the NFL. We're going to get into the Olympics. We'll get into some a little bit of NASCAR, the NCAA. Uh, we got game six tonight, Sean. Game six tonight. Man. Suns, Bucks. The Suns took a 2-0 series lead in this, in this series. And, and what the hell happened? What, what went on? What happened? 
I don't know that that press conference for the Suns the other night at the end of the game when they uh they they were down three two now because now they're down three two and I'm gonna spoiler alert I think the Bucks are gonna win it all tonight. If okay, so I, I agree with you. Yep. For what it's worth, I agree. I think Giannis is gonna pull it off, and I uh, is that your mic I just shut off? Uh, nope? nope. Okay, good. Um, I think Giannis is gonna pull it off. I think they're gonna end it end it right here tonight. After being down 0-2, it's, I don't think it's, it's, it's almost never happens this way. Teams no. never go down 0-2 and then win, let alone win four straight. Never. It never, never happens. It never happens. It's been a weird year, nonetheless. Like, there is no denying it's been a very strange year in the NBA with all the injuries, all the things that are going on. Yep. It's not been fun. But what the biggest takeaway from this tomorrow, it's, look, Giannis is going to win. He's going to win a championship. He's going to win finals MVP. Okay, yeah. He should. And he should. He's he going to be deserving of There's all those There's a lot of rumors that it's going to be Middleton. No, not with Giannis putting up 40 points, you know, 40-point games. You don't hear the rumors online then. The, the online rumors are well, saying Chris Middleton should win the MVP. Yeah, but those and, are those are just Giannis haters or Middleton fanboys. Let's be honest. No, there's listen. Middleton deserves some praise. Oh, he deserves he a ton of praise. MVP, I'm sorry. He deserves a ton of credit. There's if, no way in if, hell he's getting if MVP. Gian, if uh, Giannis was not in this Bucks team, they don't even win a game. No, of course not. And Giannis, also freak athlete who like destroyed his knee or whatever that was like two weeks ago, yep. and we, it was like dead seems, to core. Seems like an eternity ago. Yeah, and he was just like, I'm fine. He doesn't know why. That was in like the that. Eastern Finals, no? Yeah, that was the last series. Yeah, because and then he missed two games. I mean, when was the last time a superstar missed two games in in the playoffs, and the team still ended up, uh, ended up you know in this position where they were going to win it. Uh, I, I can't know, think. Maybe I'll, Kurt Schilling with, with the Red Sox. I have no idea. I'm trying to think. But of he's a pitcher. Like he only pitches once every five days I, anyway. And I don't think he missed a start agree. in that. I don't think he did either. Well, he might have delayed it by like a game or so. No, they had the rain out. Remember, they had the rain delay. Okay, that the, helped. that game that was the rain. Yes. Yeah, it was, okay. I think game four got rained out. But missing maybe Terrell Owens. Terrell Owens missed like a couple of games. With well, that I'm just saying. Just, I'm injury. just saying NBA, NBA wise. I mean, I can't even make another NBA comparison. I don't think there is one. I really don't think there is one, which is why, again, this makes this series and this year just very unique in and, general. And no, nobody chime in and say Jordan when the flu game. Don't, you know, no, we're no, not saying that. We're miss, saying injury. He didn't miss any games anyway. I know. Yeah, but did. I'm just saying. Plenty, like, listen, plenty of guys have played hurt and with the flu, a.k.a. he was hungover. <laughs> Too much partying with Rodman. Whatever. Um, I don't know if Rodman was on the team for that. <laughs> <Rodman> <laughs> was like, I wasn't even there, motherfucker. He was like, I was on Detroit, bitch. Um, no, but this has been a very interesting year. But the thing that I think it, the biggest story that's going to come out of this tomorrow when the Bucks win, yeah, what does this do to you? For you, what does this do to CP3's legacy? I feel like it's par for the course, doesn't it? It just feels like, and to go back what I said, and I kind of we kind of got sidetracked a little bit. The end of that the the Phoenix Suns post game press conference after this last game, yeah. And the reporter says to Booker, who's sitting right beside of Chris Paul, uh, like, how upset do you feel for Chris Paul right now? Talking to Devin Booker, and Booker looks at him like, like, I don't understand that question. And Chris Paul, and Chris Paul was like, next question. And like, like that summed up like the, like it just seemed like even the reporters are understanding. Like, listen, it's over. Like we've lost. Like, how how bad do you feel for Chris Paul after this? I mean, because you just you look back through Chris Paul's career in the playoffs. And it's just, it's abysmal. Yes. I mean, blow it, you know, up 3-0, you know, and losing, getting hurt. Jinxed. You know, just this year, I mean, just last uh, Saturday night, they were up, what, 16 points 
blew it and lost yep. at home. You know, in that building that was rocking. Those Suns fans, they are they are turned all the way the fuck up. Who is Chris Ball a current day analogy for that it was in the NBA? Who's on the pl- player that like always I would say Neek. You know, you like Neek always Neek always ran into the buzzsaw of the Celtics, the Bulls, and, and the Pistons. You know what I mean? Like Dominic Wilkins would go out and he would drop sixty in a game, but Larry Bird would put up fifty-five, and the Celtics were just a better team all around. Okay. You know what I mean? Like okay. Dominique was always one of those guys that you know always got always the bridesmaid, never the bride kind of guy. I feel like Dominique was a much better player than than Chris Paul. Oh, I I think he is. I mean, listen, a lot of people will argue that Chris Paul is you know top five at his position. You know, all time. All time. There are people I've seen uh, that argument go around. I'd have to look into it. I'm not off the top of my head all time. I'm like, I don't know. In this era, definitely. Well, current day, current, sure. Current era, like, I'm saying, like, you know, from, like, 2005 to the present or 2006 to the present. That's 15 years. Let's go 2003 to the present. Oh, that, oh, yeah, that, that's 03. that big draft. Yeah, 03. The 03 yeah. draft. Right, the kind of the, 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 the landscape changing. Draft. Yeah, the landscape changing draft. I look, I look at it like this. Like, Chris Paul is just – he just – this his legacy from here on out is always going to have been the guy that was you just never could get it never got over the hump no never got over the top no it and was always injuries or always like, gets derailed by something yeah. every time I mean it's crazy and like people are like yeah, I had one friend of my uh, a buddy of mine snap at me and they're like, oh why because you had a bunch of turnovers in one fucking game I'm like no dude look at his entire career. His entire career the jinx. is just like one thing after another, like three O leads against uh, against Golden State. Yes, blown. Like you blew it. You're a three one lead. You blew it. Like it's... what? What in the hell? Like this year, a sixteen point lead at home in a pivotal game five, and you blow it. Yep. Like it just you can go through the list all the way back to his days in New Orleans, and just it's just like wow, like. This is kind of insane. Like, I, I've never seen somebody so snake-bitten in my life, and, especially with the amount of skills that he has. And usually, like, snake-bitten, it's, like, like the same injuries keep it happening, but it's always with him. It's always different injuries. It's always, like, these minor things that keep him out of the playoffs, or it's always, like, these circumstances that are like, man, that's bad luck for Chris Paul. Always, always, always something. And, like, I feel for him, but I don't. So does this change his legacy for me? No. It feels like... I it just, feels like he's never going to get this opportunity in the finals again. I just feel like this is the final nail in the coffin for Chris Paul. How old is Chris Paul? Is he 35? 30-something? Let me check. I want to say 35. I don't know why 35 pops out in my head, but it feels like he's been in the league for, I don't know, like 14 years at this point. Uh, 36. And how, many years, how many years have he been in the league? Uh, he came in in 2005. Oh, five. oh, right. I said he's been in the league 15 years. He's been in the league 16 years. 16th, yeah. Wow. Yep. Okay. So, Shit. Yeah, right there. So, I mean, there you go. That's You You got it. Like, he's he's not going to get many more cracks at this. I do feel like David Stern fucked him out of maybe his best opportunity. The Lakers? To win a championship with Kobe and Dwight. Dude, how often do you ever hear of a commissioner blocking a trade? Ever. Never. Never. <laughs> David Stern, we're going to block this. I remember you being like, I'm going to blow this whole place up. <laughs> I and wanted, this was, what, a decade ago? Plus? 2011. I wanted to burn the NBA front office to the ground. To the ground. Oh, my God. That was that was a time. Or 12. I'm sorry. So it was going to be the 2012 season because it was the uh, it was the year after they got swept by Dallas in the playoffs. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. And, uh, and then they went out and they knew they had to retool because that was, you know, 
Ron Artest getting uh, – actually, it was the year they lost to OKC because when that was when Ron Artest elbowed Harden. Oh, the young OKC. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, you know, they, uh, and, you know, Artest got denied by Father Time at the rim <laughs> on that breakaway, and it was just like, uh, it's over. Like, fuck, it's over. Yep. And they got two championships out of it, three appearances, two championships. But it was whatever. It's, it, you know, I'm, I'm happy with that. But, yeah, David Stern, you know, Kobe could have had six or seven rings and, and gone out as the, the undisputed GOAT. Uh, but David Stern said, no. Yeah. We must protect Jordan at all He's costs. Like, yeah, like seriously, like go fuck yourself, Davidson. You fucking fashion issues, you fucking loser. Uh, but anyway, I digest. I, you um, know, I, I feel we're not going to do this whole argument tonight. This is going to be like a special show that we can do: the Kobe versus, like Kobe versus LeBron versus Jordan. Um, a fun little roundtable. I, I really do. I really do believe since Kobe's passing, and it's always like this. You always have revisionist history. Oh, absolutely. Kobe has almost before. Before his death, everyone says, all right, some variation of Jordan, Kobe, LeBron, one of those three. Usually it's Jordan, usually first. Now, people are saying it's Kobe, Jordan, like neck and neck. You can make a great case for either of them. And that case has been getting extremely strong where people are actually putting Kobe more so now over Jordan. And it's because, I'm telling you, because of his death. In death, people become, the nostalgia becomes a little bit stronger uh, I actually had this uh, this debate with somebody the other day too, when we were talking about great NASCAR drivers. Yep. And you know, uh, Davey Allison always came up, you know, as one of the great young drivers that was that was killed, you know, far too too soon. Mm-hmm. And uh, and people were like, well, he, you know, why does everybody always talk about him like this and that and blah 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 blah? And it's like, well, because he was nasty. We just didn't get to see his whole career pan out. We got to see Kobe's whole career pan out. Right. But you still get that same kind of effect. Where guys come out, like, something happens like this, like with Kobe, and they pass away untimely in an untimely fashion. And, and you're like, damn, man. Like, and you almost feel guilty about not putting the proper amount of respect on their name. Mm-hmm. And then people kind of start to overcompensate for it. Or they stop trolling. And they stop, they, they, just, they just start being, like, honest about themselves, with yep. themselves and saying, like, all right, yeah, you know, like, well, you know, Kobe, I, I gave him a lot of shit, you know, when he was alive, and I, I was, you know, I, I was shit on him and said, no way, Jordan, 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 or LeBron, LeBron, LeBron. But then after they die, people almost all feel, like, guilty about it. Yeah, like, they have you to know? tell and the truth like, now. Yeah, they're like, fuck, all right, like, you're right. He was tough as shit. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, don't get me wrong, like, if you want to put Jordan over Kobe, like, I'll argue with you, I'll debate you. I don't really have a problem with that. Putting LeBron over Kobe and Jordan, though, still at this point, while LeBron, I think, is the best all-around basketball player I've ever seen, I don't know that he's the best NBA superstar that I've ever seen. Listen, I'm – again, I don't want to go around this hole because we're talking about the Suns and the Bucks tonight, but LeBron's LeBron's an easy three, three or worse for me. Easy. I think he's definitely three. I got Kobe and Jordan one and one A. Like, that's kind of how I always do it. Like, obviously, my bias lies with Kobe a little bit because I, I do feel like Kobe played in a more difficult era. Like, Duncan Spurs were always there. You know, Nash's sons were there early on with Stat and all those guys. That was a, Those were tough teams. Sure. Then you had, the you know, the, the Celtics that were, you know, the, the mid-2000s Celtics came around. They put their big three together. Yep. LeBron was there. Like, there was a lot more. I feel like the league was a lot more difficult from 2000 to 2010 than it was, it was from 90 to 99. Yes, for sure. There was more balance in that 2000-2010 
and the nineties it was just like it was very top heavy. And now it's it's top heavy again. Yeah, and it, it, right, it's kind of reverted back to that. Yeah, uh, the way things are. Ebbs and flows. It always does that. Yeah, it, it just reverts back. Yeah, eventually, eventually. I mean, you know, how much longer we talk about LeBron? Like LeBron only has like a. A couple of years left. LeBron's thirty-six, bro. Like LeBron is, you know, venturing to other things. Like this year, as soon as the playoffs, as soon as they were eliminated, he said, "He says I'm not going to play for Team USA immediately. I'm not playing Team USA. I'm talking about the Goon Squad and Space Jam too." Right, which and, I heard was terrible, by the way. Well, we're we're in our thirties. We grew up watching Space Jam, and we're gonna watch this. And we're gonna be like, "Oh, I'm not gonna." This watch shit's it. for kids, uh, right? And I heard that. I heard it was very. Um, it's 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 Ready Player One plus Space Jam. Yeah, I heard it was very forced too. Like the. The, uh, All the WB the dia- references. The dialogue yeah. was very forced. Like, you know, like it was a... But someone said they, they like, in a background character, it's like uh, Easter egg to look for. Uh, they made Velma have, like, gigantic tits for some reason. Nice. And it's like it's like Shaggy's just staring at them. And I'm like, well, how do people see this in a well, movie? Well, they made, they had to make, one clip. They had to take Lola from, like, you know, being, like, this, like, sexy little bunny to oh, yeah, this, like, frump-a-dump fucking... You yeah, know. no, she's more athletic, like a real basketball player. They, they said they wanted to make her more WNBA-like. Yeah, somebody, it's funny, somebody, there was some article the other day, like, it was like chastised me, I think it was in the Washington Washington Post, like, why aren't you watching the WNBA? It's like, are you, is that a fucking real question? Like, are you, are you fucking serious right now? WNBA's been struggling forever. Did you seriously just ask me why I'm not watching the WNBA? Like, like I need to actually answer that? Well, actually, the um, uh, 2K Sports Online just took a ton of heat and they said, hey, we're having our collect because they put uh, uh, Luka Doncic on the cover this yep. year. And they said, hey, our special edition cover is coming out. And they released it, and it's a WNBA athlete. And a lot of the comments were just like, this is stupid. Like, that's not an NBA athlete. Like, this was like a terrible pick. And, like, people would, you know, there was a lot of arguments back and forth. They're like, oh, it's, you know, you shouldn't disrespect women like that. And the argument was, we don't care that it's a, that it's a woman on the cover. Like, that would have been fine if she was a player in the league, whatever. He said, it's WNBA for an NBA game. There, she's not even going to be in the game. Like, right. why is she on the cover? It's just because it's 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 just browbeating and it's forcing it down your throat and it's saying, look how woke we are. They here. took they took a lot of heat for that special edition cover. So oh, now they might, sw- uh, might be Sports a th- Illustrated. No, they, they put didn't. a transgender athlete on this cover of their swimsuit edition. Didn't even hear about it. Yeah, I, I like. Uh, was that now? Was that recently? Megan the Stallion is in that issue for some reason. What I'm the like, rapper? Yeah, I'm like, oh okay. Can you see her gunshot wounds? I don't know. I haven't seen it. I just know she's in it. So crazy. But, but yeah, it's anybody like, can be in it now. Anybody. It's like they just do these things. It's like they do these things to be like. It's like the woke Olympics are just like full, full blown, all I th- on. I think it's a race to be first at everything right now. We're the first at this. First at this. First at this. It's, it's oh a race. yeah, we were the first to put a transgender on the swimsuit edition. It's like all right. Um, listen, man. I used to like grab the swimsuit edition to like, you know, like you, like snuck that shit upstairs. You know, when your parents weren't looking, like. You know what I mean? Or, like, there was somebody on it or in it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, it was like when China posed for Playboy. Like, you weren't like, oh, my God, you China, she's so hot. But you're, you're like, like, all right, I want to, I'll, I'll bite. I'll take a look. You know, I'll take a peek. She mentioned 350. What well, you look yeah. like naked? <laughs> like, I'll, take, I'll take a peek see at that. You know what I mean? But Dude, there, I remember when she posed for Playboy. Even though I was a kid, I was like, China, really? I was like. Didn't make any sense. Yeah, I was like, that doesn't was like, make any sense at all. All the women that wanted to pose for Playboy, like all the, all the women that, that do pose for Playboy, I'm like, China was what we went with? Really? I'm like, that, okay. And wasn't it like a, like a few times too? What year was that, 99, 2000? Dude, I don't remember. I remember like WWE went through like a bunch of women at one point when there was like Sable, Tori Wilson. Oh, Sable. I mean, Sable's married to Brock Lesnar still. What was, the, uh, what was the tall blonde one's name? Tori Wilson? No, um, 
Sonny? Stacy Keebler. Oh, Stacy Keebler. She never did Playboy. Stacy no, Keebler. Unfortunately. Yeah, Stacy Keebler uh, went right to George Clooney. And then they broke up, and then she married, like, some other guy, and she lives, like, a normal life now. Like, she's still beautiful, by the way. She's, like, 40-something or early 50s, and she's gorgeous still. Uh, 2000, November of 2000. That's crazy. 20 wow, years you can old? buy this for $2.25? <laughs> Joey's like, ah, whatever. Vid. Is it eBay you're on? Yeah. <laughs> Joey's like, all right, $2. There you go. I mean, I could probably just get the pictures online for free. Live, of course you could. But live, I, but I feel live like, purchase. But I feel like I feel like owning that. I feel like owning that would be like fun, like a nice little collector's Dude, piece. I, I bet you can get that signed, probably like for like twenty bucks. Isn't she dead? Do you know how many she signed? She signed like tens of thousands of those. Oh, oh, oh! But I was—I thought you meant like you could get it signed now. Like, oh no! Yeah, that would be. A I was like, dream. um, I, I don't know. Yeah, she is. She is no longer alive. She, uh, she OD'd sadly, I believe, is yeah. what the case was. All right, so I can get it new sealed. For twelve dollars, so I think we'll, that was, that's cheaper than it was when it first came out. Should I? We'll let the comment section determine if I should spend twelve dollars and fifty cents on this issue right now. <laughs> By the end of the show, oh my! We'll count it up. We can get ten people to say yes. Now nah, you know what? Fuck it. We'll make it twelve. One per one per dollar. I'm gonna have to spend. Oh my god! We can get twelve people to comment and say yes. You should buy that. We will buy. I'll buy that. I'll buy that live on the air before we get off. How, wow, how we got onto China on Playboy was hilarious. Uh, it Sometimes it'd be like that, though. Sometimes it'd be like that. Sometimes though. it'd be like that. So you and I both got the Bucks winning it tonight. Sadly. We both got Giannis as MVP. I, I, picked, I, picked, uh, I picked the Suns originally. I thought the Suns, this was their best chance. And you know what? After obviously watching the last three games, like everybody else, they look like the Suns look like shit all of a sudden. They do. It's, they it's, really if, do. if it's not Booker and Paul, it's nobody. That's it. And I think they figured it out like, if you can stop those two dudes, it's it. It's the end of the game. Sorry, I needed more. That's okay. And then the Suns really don't have an answer for Chris Middleton, and they don't have an answer for Giannis. They have nothing. Which is crazy to me that they don't have an answer for Giannis, because Giannis has, like, one move where he's just like, and half-back dive. Half-back dive. Half-back dive. Half-back dive. I'm, I'm putting that as, as our pinned question. Yeah, do it up. Pin it. Should I buy it? We need 12 people. Twelve people tell me to buy, get say yes. I will buy the two thousand November two thousand issue of Playboy featuring WWE superstar China, the late WWE superstar China. Not because uh, we have a fetish for China or anything, just because I think it'd be really funny and it'd be, I, honestly, I think it'd be a cool collector's item to just have. You know what I mean? Like you don't you don't need to uh, you don't you're not doing it for the. It's not about the sexual aspect. In this regard, this one is more about just like the oh yeah, China was in Playboy back in 2000, 21 Dude, years ago. Twenty one years ago, like she's, some she's kid been dead for like ten years, like eight years, ten years. That is, she was old enough to drink, man. Oh my god, that is disgusting. That is I know, so right? sad to think about shit like that. I know. It's been t- September's twenty years since nine wow. eleven, dude. Like wow. twenty years already. Fucking flew by, bro. Flew by. Uh, but anyway, it's seven seven four nine nine two eight seven zero to my mom. First one, do it. God, I love you, mom. Do it. Do it. You wouldn't. It's sealed in the package. You're probably not going to open it. I mean, I feel like we would have to open it, right? Hmm. It's a collectible, isn't it? Is that the point? I know, but what's the... I, I never understood... Having something like that and not opening it? Hmm. Uh, I'll give my piece. Joey Fats Radio, Row 1C1. What's going on, brother? 
Durant. Oh, I need I need Durant to give a yes or no to this question. Oh yeah. That's a question. So so Joey just I don't know what we went down this rabbit hole and we talked about the China two thousand and one two two thousand Playboy issue and Joey randomly Google searched it on eBay and it came up brand new and packaged for twelve dollars and Joey's like if we get twelve people to say yes buy it, he'll buy it live on air. Uh, yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. So just a dollar from me? No, 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 no. You don't have to give anything. He's saying if he gets twelve people just to say buy it, he'll he'll do it tonight. It's just twelve dollars. We don't, we don't want money from you. We just want you to say yes or no. no. We don't we don't need the money. Just should should I buy the China Playboy? Yes or no? Oh fuck yeah, absolutely. All right, there's two. There's two. Are you keeping a, a, keep a tally on this? I'll keep a tally. All right, we got two. Let me. I'll mark it down here so we don't forget. We have three. Nick says yes too. Yeah, so uh, what do you guys think about tonight's game? Uh, so that's what we were just talking about. So good timing. Uh, we both think that the, the Suns are, are going to fizzle out tonight, and it's going to be the Bucks because they're in Milwaukee tonight. Correct me if I'm wrong, right? Yeah, it's in. It's in. Yeah. It's it's going home. It's staying home. I I can't picture uh, the Bucks letting it walk away from them, and the Suns totally feel like that last game. They had to win that last game, and when they lost. You can see the morale was just destroyed. It was over. And then the, and then the press conferences and after it, the news reporters were like, oh, don't you feel so bad for Chris you know what, Paul? You know what like, it, it, remi- such a- it, it reminds me a lot of when the Lakers blew that 24-point lead to the Celtics in 2008 in L.A. to go down, you know, in game five. Yep. And uh, I'm sorry, in game four. And they ended up coming back and winning game five, but just delayed the inevitable. Then they got to Boston and, like, the Celtics were just shooting the fucking lights out. Like Eddie House was like nine for ten from the three point line. Well, Eddie like, House was great off the bench. Like fuck off. Yeah, I mean, I kind of, I kind of first guessed everything here on the show. Uh, back when the Bucks were playing the Nets series, I said, you know, with all the injuries, I think we're gonna have the Bucks and Suns finals. Mm-hmm. You and did, then, you uh, did, you did say that. And then the final time, uh, after after we knew the series, I, I said Bucks and six. I wow. think the Suns were going to come up a little short. Even though I want the Suns to win, uh, I, I said Bucks and six. I had I had the Suns in a gentleman's sweep, so I was way off. Oh, I, I mean, it looked good when I was when they went up 2-0. I said Suns in five. To yeah, be that's what I said. You. I said Suns in five. I, I thought it was going to be Suns in five because we were doing the Suns and foe joke. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? But we knew like, nah, like give the give. But also, you got to remember too, Giannis got hurt. Yes, that's we exactly thought, what I was going we, with. We thought Giannis was going to be done for this series. Yeah, um, we made that true. prediction. So when we made the Suns in five, it was, uh, you know, we were just we were. Well, no, we were just assuming Giannis was not going to be anywhere near. Oh, I thought he was going to be like 50 percent. And he's at been at, he's been at like 95 like percent. He's he, been he's been fine. He's, he's been probably, absolutely fine. He's probably so shot up on like Toradol and all that illegal shit. Like he can't even feel his leg. And in the offseason is going to come out. He played with barely any bones in his leg. And it's like you're going to hear all this shit after the, at the season's over. Oh, kind of like nah, we were hearing all about I mean, Brady and his uh, MCL last year. You know, he didn't look slow or anything in game one. No, not at all. And I'm glad Joey brought that up because that is such like a non-point that even a former Patriot teammate of his said, listen, it's so easy to play on a torn MCL. It's not an ACL. You don't really need the MCL as much as – and he's a quarterback. Yeah, it's not like he's cutting and running. Rob Ninkovich said, I played on a torn – I played six weeks on a torn MCL. Six weeks. And he goes – I didn't tell anybody. Like, I just – I knew it was in pain. I iced it. I did my shit, and I just continued on with my life. Like, Brady's standing in the pocket. Like, he's not getting hit in the knees every single time. Right. So it's not really a big deal. But, like, that shouldn't add to Brady's legacy. He went in there. He won the whole thing. Good for him. Don't throw the MCL thing in No, there. if you're adding that on, you're just an asshole. Yeah, it, it doesn't need to be said. Like, and besides, actually, Tampa Bay might get punished now for that. Because yeah, it's like, dude, shut up. Phillip they're Rivers, hiding. Phillip Rivers played an ASC championship with a torn MC- ACL. 
Hit all of it. So we all agree, uh, Bucks. Bucks tonight. Uh yeah. Yeah, we're unfortunately we're, we're going. We're both going Bucks at home tonight. Who are you going? Uh, who are you going with the MVP? Yeah, hey, I mean, I'll be rooting for the Suns though. I really want CP3 to get this one. I, I was rooting for the Suns, too. I, I don't know why. I've, I've had a lot of hatred for CP3 the last couple of years, and then I just started kind of feeling bad for him. And when they got to this finals and they got the they got here and they were up 2-0, I was like, you know what, man? Good for him. He deserves it. He's a great player. And it's really not always been his fault uh, that they've come up short, his teams have come up short. And uh, I was rooting hard for him. But, um, yeah, man, oof. Big oof. How would you feel about CP3 in a Laker uniform next year? I'd fucking love it. Feels like too little too late. I'd fucking love it. I mean, yeah, it's like, you know, granted it'd be 10 years too late or love 10 it. years later than I wanted it to be. But yeah. whatever. I, I would still take it. I mean, we still, we're still going to need a I'd point guard. I'd be okay guard. with it. Absolutely. Oh, I'd, be, I'd definitely be okay with it. You know, the only problem with that is is now you've got basically two walking injuries in, in AD and CP3 and you're just kind of like got to yeah. hold, your, hold your breath and hope that, you know, hope for the best and – yeah, because, I mean, as much as I love Dame Lillard, I don't know if it's realistic. We'll have to wait and see how it all unfolds. I but, don't uh, think hey, that, I'm going to think... um, get out of here, guys. I just got one question for Joe. Who's uh, the Broncos' week one starter oh, actually be? I'm glad you brought it up, Durant. It's a great segue. Thanks for the call. I think it's going to be Drew Locke. I think it'll be Drew Locke. Huh? I think it's Drew Locke. All right. So Awesome, man. Hey, thanks for the time, guys. All right, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for the call. Later. I, uh, I'm glad Durant brought that up because we did want to get into some of the Aaron Rodgers drama here uh, that is going on. So before we go to that, yep. So he he said we all we all said Bucks. We all say I think even he said uh, Giannis is MVP too. Yep. Um. So that, that's like a kind of a clean sweep from there. And then he brought up one other thing that we can touch on really quick: um, the CP3 and Dame Lillard. I don't think I think the trail. I think the Blazers have to be blown away by an offer for Dame, even. Though he asked to leave, apparently. He asked to be traded. Allegedly. Allegedly. But then the GM came out and said, no, I've had conversations with Dame all the time, and he said he wants to die a blazer. Okay. Well, so, that, that's, that's fine. Then. You know, that's, that's, so there's, there's a lot of mixed away. reports, and there's a lot of stuff. And the, you know these guys, they get on Instagram, and all of a sudden they like, you know, one guy, a guy from Portland hearts something that LeBron, yeah. you know, things, and all of a sudden everybody's like, oh, there it is. He wants to go to the Lakers. You're like. Okay, that doesn't always. It reminds you of like high school drama. It's like, Big time. yo, you see who you see who liked uh, Liz's photo or some shit like that, and you're like, no, who? It's like that guy. And it's like, all right. It's social media. That's what she put the photo up for for people to like. But he's he's dating Kimberly. It's like who fucking cares, man? It's like, I don't dude, give a shit. Like, no. But that's exactly what it is in sports. But world. there are a lot of very thirsty individuals on social media. Let's not get it twisted. Oh yeah, there are. I mean. You know, it's it's always it's always random when like you get somebody who like likes a picture from like 2012, and you're like, what "The fuck, bro!" Like, <laughs> all right, weird flex, but okay. Okay. Yeah, and it's like, or like somebody will like like you know like my wife will be like, "Yeah, like some random guy. Do you know who this is?" And I'm like, "No, not really." Nope. Because there's so many times I'm scrolling through my Facebook newsfeed and I'm just like, "Who the fuck is that?" I'm like, I don't think I even have ever even fucking seen that person in real life. If I did, it was like one time, and I don't remember them at all but uh, nonetheless and then like some like they'll like like one of my wife's pictures from like you know punta cana in 2012 and she's like you know on the beach in like a bathing suit and it's like it's a, i mean i listen man, i respect it shooters gotta shoot you know but it's, it's, a, it's a bold strategy bro it's a bold strategy <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's an embarrassing look at that point you can't even unlike it you're just like i just gotta stick with it yeah yo no because if you unlike it then it makes it look like you were like guilt guilty like but it was weird like the other day 
I sent somebody. Somehow, my phone was in my pocket in my gym shorts. I was cutting the grass. Oh, yeah, yeah, it happens. It unlocks itself, and it starts doing all kinds of shit. Screenshotted something off of Instagram and sent it to somebody. I'm like, how in the fuck is that possible? And then all of a sudden, the only reason I knew, like, I realized something was going on was because all of a sudden Spotify started playing while my phone was in my pocket. And I'm like... Weird as what shit. What the fuck is going on here? So I finally put like a little like pattern thing you got to draw on. Oh, to, hell like, yeah. To, you know, get into my phone. Oh, I'm, yeah. just, like, I'm, I'm thumbprint or like a six digit combo all day. Yeah, because I'm like, wow, dude. I'm like, uh, there was actually one night I was, uh, I was falling asleep the and I was worst. nodding off. And I accidentally, I shared my buddy's status back to him. To him yeah. And I was like, yeah, dude, I'm sorry. I think I was falling. I was like nodding off and like I was. You know, like fighting it, and like I still was falling asleep on the couch with my phone. And he's like, he's like, it's okay. You can just tell me that you really, really like the status, and you just wanted me to know that you really, really liked it. And I was like, wow. I was like, well, this is embarrassing. Like, I should, I should just ask. The status was like, I'm having, I'm at Friendly's tonight. If anybody wants to drive a drink, Joey's like, share. Right. No, I didn't share. I shared it back to him in via <laughs> message. And I'm like, I don't even know how. I'm like, fuck. I'm like, I don't even know how to do that when I'm awake. Like, how the fuck? Like, Jesus Christ Almighty. That's great. Um, but yeah, it's these phones. They got, they got a fucking mind of their own, man. And now I don't know if you heard the uh, those reports of uh, that new software called Pegasus. Uh, basically, it's a software that has been developed that is a no-click infiltration software that can take control of your phone, your camera. Uh, anybody who gets it on your phone can then access anything, messages, emails, pictures, recent phone calls, anything. It's basically a backdoor into your phone. Damn. Yeah, it's called Pegasus. It's pretty rad. Uh, I mean, it's not rad. It's actually terrifying because you know, you know who knows who's using it. Yep. You know, whether it's the United States government or governments of other countries – and who they're going after. Uh, but, yeah, basically, um, get ready because uh, going forward, nothing that you say in private is going to be private anymore. Hmm. I feel like that's how it is now. I feel like it is, too. And unless you're, like, really high profile, nobody cares. But I feel like it's going to get easier to access that information. So, honestly. Because once that kind of technology gets, like, once the government has it, then it'll start to disseminate down to, like, lower to us underlings. And then once we figure out how to use it, and it's going to be like, I mean, I don't want to see my wife's text messages, but I'm going to go ahead and take a look. Oh, I knew it! Like, <laughs> So the other thing is, like, we've been talking about, we've said China and Playboy a bunch of times tonight. How long before I'm on my phone and it's like, you interested in going to China, maybe? <laughs> Are you interested in Beijing this time of year? It is lovely. Speaking of Beijing, John Cena's back. Be- oh, the John Marine. China. The Marine is back. Um, uh, but, no, uh, it, it's, it's crazy, that the, the shit that they have now, the technology that's out there. I've always felt like it's always been there. But the crazy part about it is is now, like, you don't – you used to have to, like, open up a link and, like, it was like a virus. Not anymore. Now, you don't even have to do that. Nope. Nope. You can just be like, boop, there you go. <laughs> boop. <laughs> just right in. It's that's like, terrifying to think about, it, actually. It really is. Um, but, yeah, welcome to uh, 2021. You know, where we uh we think where, where we think the coronavirus is the worst thing that's going on. Wrong. Wrong. But uh, 774-992-8702. We're going to get into a little bit of football. We're going to get into a little bit of the Olympics. Uh, Rogers. Yeah, do you want to start? Uh, well, do you want to start? Let's, let's go Let's go with the uh, – we'll start with the Rogers thing. We'll get into Cam Akers here in a minute. Okay. Um, because Duran asked us the question, who do you think the Broncos starting quarterback is going to be week one? Yeah, sure. Uh, so the report that came out this week – was that Aaron Rodgers reportedly turned down a deal uh, that was a two-year extension that would have made him the highest-paid player in NFL history, surpassing Mahomes. Mm-hmm. 
And he said no. The Packers reportedly offered it to him, and he said no. Would have been a five-year deal total. Yep. All extra money added into all the front three years plus an additional two years. So essentially guaranteeing him more than $40 million per year. And he said, I'm a pass. And if that doesn't open your eyes, you can definitely tell now as a Packers fan, it's over. He is gone. He's leaving. He wants to leave. He will never throw another pass for you again. Right. Or, or, because, there, so there's kind of twofold to this. Because A-Rod had always said, you know, when his displeasure, it, was, it wasn't, it was never about the money, right? It was always about the direction of the team, the front office, and, you know, the talent around him, and so on and so forth, blah, blah, blah. So if he takes that extension and then says, okay, I'm cool with that. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh well, wait, hold on, hold on. Whoa. I thought you said it was. I thought you said it wasn't about the money, bro. Like, what the fuck? Uh, I thought you said it was. You know, it was all about the direction of the team. But what money just fixes that? Like, what, what's going on? It makes him kind of look like a hypocrite. Mm-hmm. That being said, now July, I think, believe it was July twenty sixth or twenty seventh, which is which is seven start, days away. So the start of uh, Packers training camp, five or six days away. Uh, if he is not there. The Packers are going to have a decision to make uh, because I believe, I firmly believe Aaron Rodgers is done with the Packers. He is he is physically done, yes. Yes, I do not think you will see Aaron Rodgers in a Packers uniform. I think absolutely I, not. I think if he is not traded, he will sit out the year. And I am I'm going to pat myself on the back saying last offseason, this is the last year you'll see Aaron Rodgers as a Packer. Oh, yeah. I said oh, next offseason. Oh, we knew it. We, we knew that was happening, absolutely. That, I'm sorry. He might, he might be best friends with Jordan Love now, but when that pick happened – he went on Pat's show on his podcast, and he basically said, I'm fucking done with the Packers. Yeah. And well, we sat here and called it. We sat here on, on draft night when they drafted Jordan Love. And we were like, wow, this is the official end of the Aaron Rodgers era, the beginning of the end. We knew. We knew that night that was the beginning of that. And now here's the thing with Jordan, with Jordan Love. So the Packers go out and waste this pick on Jordan Love, but then they offer to make Aaron Rodgers the highest paid player in NFL history. So what does that tell you what they really think about Jordan Love? They don't trust him. No. They don't like him. They don't trust him. They don't think he's going to be that – they don't think he's that good. So what the fuck is Brian Gutekis doing? I think eventually – okay. So if you're the Packers front office – yeah, I'm sorry. You're the Packers ownership group, okay? Packers ownership group reported a loss for the first time in the team history of $38 million last year. They lost $38 million as a football team. First time ever that's happened. Now your star player wants to leave. Arguably your first, second best quarterback of all time on your team. Mm-hmm. And it's all because of your GM who he just can't stand as a person. If you're the Packers owners, here's a better question. Do you fire the GM right now to save that relationship? Absolutely. If, if, if you the, have to. Because the thing is, the thing... Is there's there's a secret? There's no secret in Green Bay that Packers ownership and and the Packers are willing to spend money in free agency. They are willing sure. to drop a few dollars to bring in players to win championships. They are more they are more concerned with winning than they are with shaving the salary and keeping the costs low. For sure, everybody knows that. And so once that leak, or, or everybody knows that now because that wasn't always the case. We didn't always know that. No, that we did leak, not. that leaked out six seven months ago. Correct. Or maybe a little less than that, maybe like three or four months ago. Uh, that no, le- about six, seven months ago, you already heard the rumors that he was already pissed. 
Well, I'm just saying because it, it came to light that the Packers were willing to spend the money and that Gunicus just didn't want just he didn't want to spend the money. He didn't wanna he wanted to build the team his way and he didn't think spending the money was it was a good thing. So they let uh, okay, I forget yes. there was a couple guys that, that they let go that Aaron Rodgers had, you know, feelings for, like, really liked and wanted to keep on the team. The Packers didn't. And then it comes out to find that, like, Packers' ownership was fine with keeping those guys, but the GM was like, meh, I don't want to. And then they get rid of, you know, the Mike McCarthy moves on, and they bring in LaFleur, who we all heard the rumors, you know, from Jump Street about that, about their relationship. But and that did not help during the playoffs. Financially speaking, though, it just it doesn't make sense for the Packers to trade Aaron Rodgers right now. It no, really it doesn't. Do- it At really, no point does it. No, it really doesn't. So it's a very, very, very interesting situation because you have Aaron Rodgers, who's reportedly now turned down a deal that would have made him the richest man in NFL history. He's done with the Green Bay Packers. He knows or he knows he can probably go get that money elsewhere. You know, likely, maybe likely. not length of term, but probably short term. He can, you know, you know, average per year. Four years at well, 160 million. Yeah, oh yeah, he'll get that easily, easily, easily. And uh, he knows he can go get that elsewhere. So he's all set with the Packers. The Packers are going to have a big choice to make here in the next couple of days, because if he's not there, and the best thing the Packers can hope for, and and you know, so does. Anybody who is uh, hoping that Aaron Rodgers gets traded to their team, cough me, cough, cough, is you hope that that first preseason game of the year, Jordan Love comes out and rips it. Because That's- if Jordan Love comes out and rips it, it might give the Packers a little bit of a little bit more confidence in saying, okay, okay, maybe we can move on from Aaron right now. Maybe we can get, you know, somewhat of a King's ransom for him. But the thing is, is I don't think you're going to get I, – I really don't think the package that Aaron Rodgers is going to be dealt for is going to be nearly as lucrative as people think. Mm-mm. Because look at, look at the trades that we've seen. I mean, we saw uh, Julio, what he went for. We were like, really? That's it? I know. That was disappointing. Like, nobody else? No one ponied up more than Not that? Not even close. No. Because teams value their draft picks more than they value – even though it's a quarterback and it's a Hall of Fame quarterback and it's MVP quarterback. But at the same time, you wouldn't give more than a third for a first ballot Hall of Fame wide receiver? And nobody did. Everyone was like, "Meh." They're like, "Nah." But how many we'll times? Pass. How many times do you draft a Hall of Fame player after the fourth round? But yeah, it's, there's a lot of Hall of Fame players after the fourth round. There's tons, tons even, of even yeah. undrafted guys. Yeah. But what's the likelihood? <clears throat> very unlikely. I, I'm sorry. I mean, it's I, very I, unlikely to draft a Hall of Fame player anyway. I mean, like, think about it. I mean, oh, yeah, you're gonna somebody's gonna hit on one. Fuck. Somebody's gonna hit on one somewhere. Everybody, you know, somebody has to hit on one because in every draft, there's you know, there's at least guys that are going to be in that conversation eventually. For sure. Um, but maybe not. Maybe there are years. I'd love to know if there was a if there was a draft class that you know Doesn't what, have a what draft classes don't have Hall of Famers. That's a good. That's a good question. I wonder I'll who can look, look that up. up. I don't know how you can look that up. That's oh, going to be a lot of fucking digging. It'll be a lot. Yeah, it'll be a lot of sifting. You have to go basically through the Hall of Fame. Be easier Fuck. to go through the Hall of Fame and look and see who's in the who's in the uh, in the hall and just by year by draft year class. and then just you know map it out from there. Shit. Because it's, it's a lot shorter list that way. Fucking hell. Imagine going through all fucking 250-something picks. You're like, uh, No way. No. You don't have that kind of – no one has that kind of time. No, no, they don't. Uh, but, no, so I think Aaron Rodgers is going to – I think he – I honestly think he will sit out whatever the Let's first see. 10 or 11 games of the year, and then he'll be on the active roster for the last six. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think so. I think, I think, he'll, I think he'll pull the Barry Sanders card. I think if they, he might. I think if they're gonna, dick he is. Him over, he is dug in. He is very dug, dug in. in. 
Because even all of his friends on the team have said, oh, once he makes up his mind, you can't change his mind. Right. Yeah, AJ Hawks says it all the time. Friends, like, once- teammates, fuck, his family has said it. His family's like, you can't change his mind. Like, he hates us. Like, period. Yeah. He doesn't, so, does he, uh, he had his parents kicked out of a game for shit's sake. Yeah, I know. Um, I'm just trying to look up any Aaron Rodgers news to see if anything will come up. Um, the only thing that's going to come up is that he turned down that that he allegedly turned down that deal, and that was per Schefter. So I have to tend, you know, I tend to believe that that's probably the case. <laughs> so Pat uh, McAfee, um, Aaron Rodgers has never had his house deep cleaned by anybody but his own personal cleaner. Also, he chose not to renew his country club membership. It was autom- It was on an automatic renewal. <laughs> so he went out of his way to cancel his auto- his automatic uh, membership. No just shit. small things like that. And Pat it's those just, little subtle things. And Pat's just laughing. Pat's like, oh, Pat he's Ma- gone. McAfee's awesome. Mac- Mac- I listened to his show today. It was great. Dude, McAfee on on SmackDown on Friday nights as a as a new oh, announcer, fucking hilarious. Yeah, I heard he's I heard he's unbelievable. He's, he 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 pumps up the crowd on commercial breaks. He's uh he jokes. He's like an old school like Bobby Heenan if you remember like old school like wrestling announcers. Vaguely, I know the name. I probably know him if I heard him. Yeah, you would. Um, but it was like it's such cool shit. I love it. But uh, yeah, but I uh, I, I don't know where, where does Rogers go. Denver is obviously the big talking. Denver point. is obviously. I think Denver. If he goes anywhere, it's going to be Denver. Dude, but Houston. I don't think he's going anywhere. Houston should throw their hat in the ring. They have nothing to lose. Nothing Dude, this to should be, lose. Uh, even if they did a three-team trade, Watson to Denver, Rogers to Houston. Get three teams involved. You could see that happening because I think honestly, at this point, especially now with the uh, with with you know somebody at uh, on Instagram speaking of the Pat McAfee show, I heard it on that show today. Somebody had asked uh, Deshaun Watson, are, you know, like this, like, hey Deshaun, like this if you're going to play this year, and he liked it. Yeah. So I think things are progressing in the courtroom for Deshaun Watson to clear a path for him to be able to play this year, whether or not it's, you know, November before he sees the field or, or not. We'll, we'll have to wait and see because who knows what the NFL is going to do. Um, he but, might get like a four-game, two-game, four-game suspension from the league. But if it comes out that all this was just was just fabricated, falsified bullshit to try to drag his name through the mud for whatever reason, does, I mean, do you really can the league really hold it hold him accountable? Like, I don't. I don't know. I mean, you, you know how the you league would, is. You would like to think no, but again, it's Roger Goodell, and he might just be like, "Well, but he did also, a point. but also again, if he did that, if he did that, you know exactly what happened. Everybody, the the whole the the whole crowd would come out and say, "Oh, he was a white quarterback." I know it's it's tricky. It's really, really, really tricky. You can't. I don't understand what the NFL was going to do because the NFL always changes its mind. Yeah. from case to case basis. They're, there's no rhyme or reason to no. whatever it is they're doing. No, and I mean, like, they'll probably – maybe they go lenient with, with the, uh, Deshaun Watson, and then they'll have something else happen where a player will literally rape somebody, and they'll be like, mm, two games. You know right. what I mean? Like, they, like, there's no rhyme or reason. I mean, look at what the fuck is his name, Barcavius Mingo. You yeah. heard about that? Yeah. And apparently the Cleveland Browns organization was covering it up. That is insanity to me. That should be – like Penn State type of shit. If that if that was the case, I mean the Cleveland Browns did also fire Fred Kitchens. Like, oh, I know they but, hired but, Fred Kitchens. I know, but they drafted Barcavius Mingo what fifth overall, something like that. Yeah, something like that. And then they knew about stuff like this, but they were covering it up. That's Penn State type shit right there. Yeah, yeah, that is that's that's Joe Paterno fucking the uh, uh, Sandusky shit. Mm-hmm. Like that's crazy. Like that is that's some gross 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 fucking shit and you hate to hear it. I, I mean, like, he's like, oh, he's been messaging like 12 and 14 year old boys on Instagram. I'm like, what? 
Ugh. A grown NFL athlete? I'm like, a I mean, a grown I ass man. It could be anybody. I shouldn't say a grown NFL athlete. It could be literally anybody. True. But it's just pathetic that you think about like, man, you have so much in life, and like, what the fuck are you doing with and your life? And this is what you decided to do with it? Like, seriously? And and how do you not get like think you're gonna get caught? Right. I know, I know. That's the thing. It's like these guys, they don't, but that's the thing. These people, they never realize, they never stop to think, because they never think they're going to get caught, because if they did, they wouldn't do it. Mm. Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? They wouldn't, they they, they wouldn't do it, but they almost always get caught. Messaging from your, like, your verified account, like, it's, like, fucking, like, people are just dumb as shit. They really are. 774-992-8702. Give us your thoughts on uh, where you think Aaron Rodgers is going to play next year, if he plays next year. Uh, Oh, I think he plays, and it's another team, for sure. If, I think I think you might be right. I mean, but I think it's not. I think it's not the Broncos. I think the Broncos are a layup as like the most. Guaranteed. It makes the most sense because you know he was playing golf with Elway. He's been seen talking to the Broncos brass. Broncos are obviously interested in him. The only thing is, do the Broncos have you know? Are they going to be? Are they going to give up what it's going to take to get him? A and B. Do you know is is George Patton? Is he okay with that? And I, honestly, I don't listen. I would love Aaron Rodgers under center, but not for a king's ransom, not for you know three firsts, two seconds, and and Bradley Chubb. You know what I mean? Because that kind of hamstrings your team going no, forward with him. I wouldn't do that either. And it limits what you can do to put around Aaron Rodgers, which would basically just put him right back in the same situation you're in now. What about two firsts, a second, and a third? And I don't care what round. I don't care. Two what firsts, you, a second, and a third. Yeah. Oh yeah. And Bradley Chubb though. Oh no, no. See the Bradley see, Chubb. I still thing. do. I still do. No, nah, I do in that case because Rodgers with that offensive team right now makes you an instant contender in the AFC. Yeah, but you got a, one of the you got one of the premier young pass rushers in the league. Joey, but what happens if the premier pass rusher gets hurt and it fucks over your whole plans? I, I, I listen, get, I get, I get this, it. Tons that's a, of what that's ifs. a risk. That's a risk. But that's a risk you've got to take because again, now you're taking guys. You know, like it's not like you can go out right now and say like, okay, you trade away Bradley Chubb and you're like, all right, well, let's go throw a boatload of money at Shaq Barrett. We'll bring him back. Like, no, that ship has sailed. So now, like, you're 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 significantly weakening your defensive side of the roster by doing that, and it you're significantly. I agree with you. You're significantly decreasing your defensive end position, but you're significantly increasing the most important quarterback. I mean, the most important position in football. The quarterback. I, I get it. There's a trade-off there. There's definitely a trade-off. That's a big trade-off in your favor. But I would much rather it be like, I don't know. Yeah, you, maybe you do the two first, two first, a third, a fifth, and and if you if you're really gonna twist my arm, like if I had to get rid of somebody, it was like Tim Patrick, I'd be like, All no, right. I don't want. I want something more than that. I need something more. If a I'm six, another team, I'm like, man, I need a defensive. Eh, end. Tim Patrick played in Pittsburgh. Everybody would be fucking stroking his dick right now. So if any wide receiver plays in Pittsburgh, everyone's like, this guy's good. Right, this yeah. guy's good. Tim Patrick is six foot five and runs a four three forty. He's like Chase Claypool. Like Ev- he's, he's everybody. <laughs> it's very funny you say that. Everyone that gets drafted by Pittsburgh has a very good year. It could be an average. Year. Everyone's like. The kid has it. Everyone's Robbie De Niro. Everyone's oh, Robbie, yeah. uh, Al Pacino. That kid's good. Like, everyone is like, they, they have to slobber over all the Pittsburgh guys. Oh, absolutely. And how hasn't the scouting director for the Pittsburgh Steelers wide receiver department, how has that guy not gotten a massive fucking raise? Right? Like For just drafting gem after gem after gem. The guy sees a player and he's like, that guy works. Yeah. And he's undefeated. He's like the greatest wide receiver drafter of all time. They really are. Like, the Steelers just have this, like, penchant for turning out wide receivers like For, like, 15-plus like like years. You know, like, and, and, and again, I, I think that has a lot to do with, you know, with, A, the stability of the ownership, 
the stability of the front office, the stability at the head coaching level. I agree. So all those things we see, that means there's stability throughout the scouting department. So they know what they like. They know how to identify guys that will fit and will do will, will work for them. For sure. That being said, I believe that there is uh, – I believe that there is – a lot to it when it comes to drafting wide receivers because you don't just accidentally, you know, happen upon guys of that caliber. No, not at all. And this has been like multiple pro bowlers, multiple all-stars, multiple game-changing wide receivers that are talked about throughout the league. And I just, that's, that's insane. But uh, going, going back to the Rogers point, I, if I had to pick a team right now that Rogers plays with next year, that's not the Packers and it's not the Broncos. And I, I'm trying to be realistic mm-hmm. because I want to say, like, Chicago would be all about it. Chicago, just, just to be like a F you to Green Bay, would probably – Chicago would give up a King's Ransom. Chicago, even though well, they just drafted – They would have to because it's in the division. I know. Just because they just drafted Fuck, Justin Fields, I still think they – I think the Bears would, would give three first-round picks just to be like a double middle finger to the Green Bay, even though they just drafted Justin Fields. Um, I want to say – Dude, I really think the Texans are a viable option because the Texans have nothing to lose. They're like, what do you want? We'll give it to you. Just to have, you know, it's yeah, out, out mean, of the division, across the country, and they don't have to compete against it. It's them. out of the conference. Out of the conference again. Yeah, it's, it's far and away. Look, I think the team, if it's not Denver and it's not Green Bay, I think the team he ends up playing for, unfortunately, will be the first team that loses their quarterback in training camp. Give me... Bring him to the Patriots. I don't give a like, shit. We drafted Mac Jones. Could you like? Could you not see a scenario where Derek Carr goes down in week one or two of the preseason or training camp, and the pack and the Raiders are just like, hey, man, if the Raiders if the Raiders got Aaron Rodgers, that's a dangerous fucking team. Very. I mean, any team with Aaron Rodgers on it is gonna be dangerous. But the Raiders have like a lot of good talent, a lot of good young talent, and he has a dominant running back in Josh Jacobs. Yeah. Um. And you know, Waller, Jacobs, that would be a great, it'd be a good fit. Defensively, obviously, they still lack. What's what's the thing? Well, I mean, you need a big white guy at wide receiver, but dominant tight end in Oakland, dominant running back in Oakland, very good uh, offensive line. Yep, he can make it work. Oh, they could make it work. They definitely could. And I mean, obviously, it'd be the end of the Derek Carr era because you know, uh, he'd who, probably he. To be honest, come on. I think the writing was on the wall there for at least two years. And I think Gruden and Mayock are both like. We like Carr, but we're not in love with Carr. Right. I agree. I tend to agree with that, that take on it. I mean, Gruden is one of those guys, and it was funny. I was, like, having, like, you know, like, shower thoughts, like, to myself. And I was like, man, I'm like, why did it not work out for Gruden more than it did? Because I was thinking about, like, his him and, like, Keenan uh, – I'm sorry, him and uh, Keyshawn's beef mm-hmm. and why he got fired in Tampa and, like, how many times he had, like, really good – Felt like he had really good rosters. They never got the quarterback, but they never went out and signed one either. They always tried to develop a guy, like yeah. young guy. And it, I think a lot of it just came down to the fact that Gruden's personality was bigger, was as big as the players. And I just don't know if that works in the NFL. It doesn't. You know, I don't know. Like you look around the league at the most successful coaches, they're not tremendous personalities. I mean, Parcells was probably the biggest personality. Holy shit. That had success. Um, Shula. Shula. Shula had a big personality. But Shula also did it in a different different era. I'm thinking more, you know, if, if we come up, but if we come up current now, right? Not, I mean, 90s and above? Yeah. Like okay. Andy Reid, Bill Belichick, Mike Shanahan, uh, you know. Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll. Big uh, at it. 
but he was in college for a long time, and then I he know, came back. I know, he came back, but he did back and forth. And Pete Carroll has a has a big persona, but he's more of a big persona, like rah rah guy. Like he's never yeah. about me. He's a very he's a he's a very big players coach. Like yes, he's one of those like time. you know let's get this let's get this party started kind of guys. Uh, but he's a. Uh, you know, he's getting to the end of his uh, of his tenure here. Like, you know, he's not going to be around much longer. He's pushing 80, I think, right? Do we yeah, know? Uh, 74? He's 74, 75, mid-70s. Like, yeah. you know, he's, he's getting up there a little bit. And he has, there's no retirement talk yet, which is but so you, weird to but me. you look at all, like, the really, the truly, honestly successful coaches in the league, none of them really had that, like, bravado, that brashness that, that Gruden has. Mm-mm. I love Gruden. I think Gruden is a phenomenal coach. You know, X's and O's, I don't think anybody does it better. I just think that his personality sometimes takes away from the team. And when you have a quarterback like Derek Carr, who seems to be a pretty reserved, you know, down-to-earth kind of, you know, likes the, not afraid of the limelight but doesn't want to be in it when he doesn't have to be kind of guy, mm-hmm. I don't know if that, that really mixes well him and Gruden. You know, I don't think that's a great fit. And I think, you know, with as far as Rodgers is concerned, yeah, man, I think if, if, if you could, like Derek Carr goes down, you know, I think, yeah, you – you tie your you, you tie your wagon, Aaron Rodgers in, in, in Oakland. Uh, if what's his name, uh, if Herbert, go you know happens to get hurt in San Diego or L.A. now, mm-hmm. you know maybe you maybe the Chargers look at it and say, look, man, like we're we're a playoff roster. We just needed a quarterback. Maybe they get Aaron Rodgers on a you know two year deal and they say, you know what, fuck it, like, or they trade Herbert away. I don't know, you know, I don't know. I don't. I can't see the Chargers doing that. I think no, they- I know, but I'm just throwing out like. Kind of ridiculous off the top ideas here of of team things that would have to happen, yeah, in order for Aaron Rodgers to get moved because so many teams in a conference like in the same conference like Washington would be all about it, Vikings would be all about it, I don't Chicago think, would be. All I, about I don't think it. I think you can pretty much rule out the NFC. I don't think yes, the Packers absolutely. are going to trade think them of in the AFC. NFC. And I think the Colts the, really fucked themselves with with Carson Wentz because they had they put all the eggs in that basket. I, I don't only because I don't believe the Colts believed that Aaron Rodgers was available, and up until now, like. Guy, we believed it. If we right, believe it, we're you, not even insiders. But you don't if you can if you can go into training camp knowing who your quarterback is, you're in difference. a much better sp- position than saying, "All right, well, let's roll the dice and hope the Packers make Aaron Rodgers available." Because the Packers might the Packers might say, "Fuck you, we're not trading you till next February." Right? They can because they can do that because there's zero zero reason for them financially to do it. They gain nothing. By letting Aaron Rodgers out of the building prior to February, whatever whatever it is, uh, 17th or 18th, or I forget exactly the day, they gain nothing. Mm-hmm. They can gain a whole bunch by letting by trading him after that date. So, if you're the Packers, like you know, there's no guarantee the Packers are even going to make him available. Right. And that's the other thing teams had to look at. So yes, while I agree, the Colts might have fucked up in going after. You know, in getting Carson Wentz, I think they should have gone after Stafford, personally. That would have been my A number one right. guy, you know, and that's when the the Rodgers rumors started perking up. Um, but, no, I don't think the, the Colts – I don't think the Colts fucked up with that. I think the Colts did exactly what they had to do. I believe Wentz is going to be a good enough quarterback to get them to where they want to go, which is, you know, be in contention for the division in December and, and get them to the playoffs. And you never know. If, if Carson Wentz returns to – 2017 form, that MVP form that he had, man, the Colts could be a favorite in the AFC. You know, we could be talking Colts with that defense. We could be talking Colts Chiefs in the AFC Championship. Maybe. I don't know. I, I'm, I, you know how I feel. I'm on two, two quarterbacks I can't stand. One's Carson Wentz. The other was Josh Allen. 
Very similar reasons. I just think it's all... I think those guys mentally just don't have it. That's all I think. It's just mental. Because those guys physically had all the traits in the world. I just think mentally they can't... Josh Allen, sometimes. I think, has it. I think Josh Allen's just young. I think Josh I, Allen's raw and young. And I think the longer he plays, the better he's going to get. And because he's such a big body dude, as long as he can avoid any real like catastrophic injuries, for sure, I think his game is going to continue on the upswing. I think Diggs is going to have an MVP like year. Diggs, I think is going to. I think Diggs is going to make last year look silly. Yeah, I think he's going to blow. Especially up. with like, I think Diggs is going to be like a 14, 15 touchdown guy this Which year. Which is insane. Which yeah, that's like Randy Moss ninety eight levels, you know. And he has all the ability in the world to it because Allen can get him the ball. And Diggs can make plays no matter how that ball is thrown. Diggs can make the plays. That's what I'm saying. Diggs is a fucking great player. Which is, is still absolutely still, fucking astounding to me. He was still my – He was. I'm still fucking mad that I didn't get him in my dynasty league how, in 2015. How did, how did not more teams get involved with Stephon Diggs for for the trading for It's him? the same the same reason why we're seeing – we didn't see teams get involved with Julio. Because wide receivers don't win you Super Bowls, and teams aren't willing to shell out that kind of draft capital to get one. I get one. it. I get it. And eventually, you know, like the Amari Cooper trade was one of the single dumbest fucking trades. That is an absolute on its face bust, yeah. and no one can convince me otherwise because it didn't work. Didn't didn't do anything. It didn't it didn't move the needle at all for you. No. You have a first round pick for Amari Cooper, and you had a decent season. And you're like, oh look, he's so good. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, like, so good. What, how many playoff games did you win? Yeah, none. None. Did you even make the playoffs with them? Uh, I think they made have made the playoffs once, right? I think, I think so. Maybe then, then they lost to they Green lost. Bay. I, I forgot think. who they lost to because it's so meaningless. That's why, like, they didn't it didn't change the no, ego at all. No. But oh, no, it's just fucking it's, hell. Yeah, it's it's one of those. Uh, it's one of those deals. It's one of those deals where, like, you, you just you you see these guys and they're they're flashy, right? Like they're they're toys, basically. They're they're you know it's they. It's the car that you don't need, but you really want. Mm. And you're like, all right, like, I don't need that, but I'm going to buy it. And then it really doesn't do anything to improve your quality of life or anything. It actually just probably becomes more of a burden because you yeah. pay a lot of money like, oh, to own fuck, it. I'm and paying then, like $500 a month. Yeah, and then you end up selling it three years later, and you're like, well, that was stupid. I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> and you lost tons of value And you lost a it. bunch of money. And yeah, yeah, you might have had fun in the meantime, you know, driving it around on your weekends, you know, your weekend For a few months. For a little bit. But, you know, it's, it's not one of those things where you're like, okay, uh, no, I don't think they went to the uh, – That's even worse. Even worse. I they went, no, they, they never, I hated they that never, trade. They never went to the playoffs. That trade was straight shit. Because no, twenty twenty, Dak got hurt. Yeah, no, they were they were they're eight and eight and six and ten with Amari Cooper on the roster. So what they do? I mean, you shouldn't really count the Dak year against them because they lost their quarterback. Well, they're but they're they're fourteen and twenty with Amari Cooper on the roster. Yeah, what they do? Okay, that Means wasn't absolutely nothing. That wasn't worth the goddamn first round pick. I'm sorry. No, not in the slightest. You know, and everybody will say, "Well, there was other issues, the defense and this." And that. Like, no. You should have solved those other issues. You know what would have helped us fixing those issues? A first-round pick mm-hmm. that sure. you gave up for Omari Cooper. Absolutely. Duh, dummies. Um, but speaking of, you know, of first-round potential fantasy draft picks uh, and people, Cam Akers goes down today with a torn Achilles working out away from the Rams facility, which was just absolutely horrible news because Cam Akers was primed to have himself – you know, he was primed to be one of those, like, top three or four guys this year, I think. Possibly, especially on that offense, absolutely. With that offense, with Stafford and, and that. I just think right now, I think, you know, potentially, his career is over. Now, don't get me wrong. He'll come back and he'll play. I don't think his career is over. 
because I think he's still he's still young. He's very young. It's an Achilles injury, though. But it changes your game completely. Again, though, it, you yes, 10, 15 years ago, you were one hundred percent right. Even still today, with Achilles now, guys, though. But you see a lot of guys. You see guys. They come back. back. But we're expecting like we're expecting like what fourteen hundred yard season from him ish, just rushing. I believe it because at the age he did it at and the t- current technology they have and the, and the ability to... Was he 23, 24? 23. I think he is 23 years so old. So I don't think he'll be back to normal until like 25, 26. Like but I, I, right, but I can see it two years. Not next year, but the year after. I can see him being like, you know, 12, 1300 yard back. Being, you know, being that dude. I, at least I hope so. Hey, uh, Rams, you need a running back? Besides, In all likelihood, you're probably right. Yeah. You it know, sucks because that's what his, happens. History is on your side. And, you know, logic is on your side. I just think he's he's young enough where he can bounce back from it. Didn't Arian Foster have an Achilles injury? And he came back and he was just, like, mediocre at best? I'm trying to remember who, what running backs had major Achilles injuries. I can't really think of any. Major uh, Achilles? I, yeah, like, well, I mean, there's only one major Achilles injury. But, I yeah. mean, I'm just trying to think of guys that had Achilles injuries. I know because I know there's been a lot of guys that have bounced back over the last couple of years. They all come back now. They've been productive and come back. You absolutely used to be back. a career ender. Yes, you can definitely come used back. Used to be a 100% play. career ender. Now it's more of just like, God damn it. But it, the problem with an Achilles injury is it takes a full year plus to get back on you, to get back to where you're at, where, where you need to be. So the only good thing Cam Akers has going for him is that he did it now. So by next year at training camp, he could potentially be good to go. I know, but how, many, how often do teams give him a break for that? They don't account for that because they're like, we, don't, we won't really see you run until – Next year at this time for the first time. One other thing Cam Akers has going for him. Rookie deal. He's on a rookie deal. That that's well, that's one of the other things. But McVay loves him. Like that's his guy. Like they drafted him. They they love him. They love that kid. Sure. So they they think the world of him. So I think that could also have an uh, you know a better trajectory for him to get back and be and be good. We'll see. That's because tough. That's tough. It is tough. I still think. Listen, I still think the Rams are going to be. I think the Rams are going to be fine. Like, if there's one major injury you, you can afford to have. It's, it's always running it's back. It's the running back because those guys, I'm not saying they're a dime a dozen. They, there are, there they are ones that are, are special. But you can work around running back injuries. This isn't like 1997 where it's like, oh, Terrell Davis goes down with an ACL injury. Broncos yeah. are screwed. Like, that, you're fucked. Dude, like, I'm pretty sure the Patriots on the roster right now have seven running backs. We're not going to keep all of them. No, of course not. We'll probably trade you Sony Michelle. If you want Sony Michelle, you can probably have him for like a fourth. Yeah. I'm dead serious. Here's a bag of pretzels and a fourth. Thanks. And they're like, there you go. Thanks for coming out. And he was a starter for a couple of years, so there you go. Like, and you can you can get those guys, no problem. Yeah. I mean, I'm in love with this fat kid they just drafted in the fourth round. Like, I can't even I can't remember his name. I think it's Stevenson, but I can't remember his first name. And they're like, the Patriots apparently love the kid. He's he's like, oh, he reminds us of his favorite player growing up was Legarrette Blount. Yep. And then he modeled his game after that, and then now he's literally like they drafted Legarrette Blount Jr. And he's a 270 pound running back. Bill Belichick's like, fuck it. Just no give figure. it to him. Give yeah. him the ball. Give him the fucking rock, baby. Let him tote it. Uh, 704-992-8702. We're going to wrap it up here in just a couple of minutes. Speaking of guys coming um, back from injury, tonight in Worcester for the Woo Sox. Can't stand that name. Chris Sale took the mound. I thought he was at the Portland Sea Dogs. Nope. He's at the Woo Sox right now. And he was throwing 98. I saw 96. Good thing we have the internet right in front of us. I, I'm just saying, I saw a tweet from, uh, I believe it was WEI. Man, EI has gone straight to hell. Oh, my God. 16th in rating. 16th. And you have the Red Sox. That's, How do you have the Red Sox and be that shitty? Like, I don't understand. 
And it's not like they have crap talent at that station either. Like, I think they just... I honestly think there's a lot more people that are like me that are just like, fuck John Henry. Fuck WEI. Fuck the Red Sox. You are right. It is the Sea Dogs. I apologize. I, don't, I believe he was throwing 96. He might have hit 98. But the 97, last... 98. Nice. 3.2 innings, zero hits, zero runs, one walk, six strikeouts. Wow. Okay. Chris Sale's back, baby. Wow. Chris Sale is back. Hey, that's a big plus for the best team in baseball, getting the, getting the one best one of the best back. pitchers in the AL back. Yeah. When, when healthy, top three pitcher. Absolutely. Chris Sale's a fucking monster, dude. That guy is unbelievable. Dude, and there was a rumor we could have had fucking, sh- not we, but, you know, Strasburg. Um, not Strasburg. Oh. What's his name for the Nationals? Steven Strasburg. No, the other guy. Oh, uh, Scherzer. Scherzer, thank you. I was like, I was like, anger problem. Scherzer <laughs> was up for trade too. Yeah. And if you could have got Scherzer, oh my God. I mean, if you had either Scherzer or, I mean, Scherzer or Sale, I'm, I'm or okay. both or both, I'm okay with either. Oh my God, that yeah. would dominating. If I'm a Red Sox fan, I'm fine with it. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, that's that's great news for the Red Sox. It's great news for it's good news for baseball in general because they need they need that back. You know, all these things that baseball is doing now, too, to, like, try to, like, change the game up. They're like, you know, you saw the, the MLB. They're, well, they're, no, they're going to vote on the rule changes and things like that. Yes. And they're going to probably get rid of the DH and all this other stuff. And I'm, like, looking at all these things that the MLB wants to change, and I'm, like, how about you shake up your PR department first? Mm-hmm. Like, instead of, like, changing the game, because the game is not the thing that's fucking you. The game has been around for hundreds of years. Like, we love the game. The problem is, is that you don't know how to fucking market it to kids and market it to people and get people excited about it anymore. You don't let guys, you know, you 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 slam the guys that pimp home runs. You you know, not so much anymore. Well, yeah, they because they have to stop it. Yeah. But nobody knows who Mike Trout is. You know, they don't have the one thing I think the MLB gets right like more than the NBA does per se is like you watch the like the home run derby. And those are recognizable names. Like, those are all your big guns in the home run derby. Unlike the dunk contest in the NBA where you're like, I have no idea who these people are. A lot of times it's rookies. They're rookies or they're guys. And they don't the, play. They're, they're bench players and just like, yeah, hey, let me go out here and throw some yams down. It's like, mm, It's like, wow, that's cool, but I don't really know you. Right. I want to go watch LeBron do it or D. Wade or, And those you know, guys want nothing to do with it. I mean, it. when it was like, the last time the dunk contest was actually cool was when it was like Dwight Howard and uh, 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 Blake Griffin. Dude, someone pulled out a tweet from like five, six years ago. No, seven or eight years ago, and it was Giannis' first year in the league. Mm. And some and some uh, news reporter said, "Mark my words, seeing this person, seeing Giannis Antetokounmpo, I can't even say his last name. Antetokounmpo. Yeah, say seeing him in the dunk contest officially declares that this draft contest is like null and void. I mean, all these years later, it's like, oh man, that's such a bad take. But now, like." You're going back, and it's just like, yeah, these guys can become something, but it takes like seven years before these guys can yeah. like mature. Right. It's tough, man. It's not It's not just like a quick little like switch that you flip anymore. Like if he was in this year's dunk competition, great. Everyone would have been all for it, but you want to see stars now. That's the thing. Like You want to see the stars in your biggest spots, and that's what MLB fails to do is they fail, and they fail to market it, and I won't get into it tonight because we're going to get out of here in about eight minutes, um, but I, I, it just, it's just – it's one of those th- it's one of those things where MLB – like, okay, you get rid of the, you know, you, you bring the DH over to the National League. Mm-hmm. Uh, you give them a DH. You, you make it, you know, extra inning games. They only go to 12 games in the regular season. You know, the 10th inning, the runner starts on second. And, like, you get all this, like, gimmicky bullshit. It's like, nah, man, like, just show everybody why this game is awesome. Go show them Shohei Otani. Go show them Mike Trout. Go show them Tatis. Go show them Vlad Jr. 
Go show Chris Sale throwing 97 miles an hour. You know, like put the games in high, in prime time that people want to see. For sure. You know, like I will tune in to Sox Yankees on Sunday Night Baseball. I, I, I'm a Red Sox fan. I am a casual Red Sox fan, especially right now. And I've been a casual Red Sox fan for a few years now. One, because life's changed for me. And two, because there's just way too many fucking games. And because a lot of the times the broadcasts are so boring that, well, actually a couple of years ago, I couldn't stand a lot of the players on the team either. And that's why I stopped watching a couple of years ago because I hated the David Price. I, 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 stopped, I, I stopped watching with David Price when, with, his, with his bullshit-ass fucking nonsense and, and I, John Henry. Like, I, I, I don't just, even, oh, John Henry sucks as an owner. I don't, even, I don't even care that David Price helped us win a World Series. It was meaningless to me. I was like, I don't even like David Price, though. Great. I was rooting against the Red Sox. So as far as I'm concerned, I, they didn't win me anything. Um, they stole one from my Astros. So, uh, you know, I get excited with, like, baseball is fun and, it, and it's uplifting and it's great. But we keep talking about Mike Trout, and he might go down as, like, one of the most, like, the best, uh, like, forgettable names. Like, the best, he, the best he guy you never heard of? He was in this region where, like, baseball wasn't popular, and he's already getting old, and yeah. his his own teammate is outshining him. I was going to say, he's now basically the second best player on his team. Yes, and people are like, people are like, oh, Shohei, 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 all this stuff. And people go, he goes to games, and it's Mike Trout, and everyone's like, like poo poo, like we don't want to see him. And I get ball. Trout doesn't want to be that guy, like he always wanted to be, like a like a like a lower level. But he like, could have been for the last like five years. But you you don't have to pump him up off the field. He doesn't have to be out there doing book signings and fucking photo ops. Yeah. MLB just does a piss poor job at showing you how awesome these guys are on the field. There is a ton, ton of fucking awesome young talent in MLB. And Emma, and and the, nobody knows who they are. Right. And it's not because nobody cares. It's because they don't know. They don't know to, like, go and look. They don't know to go and be like, oh, shit, the Angels are on tonight. Yeah, let me, let me tune into this one. Or, or let me watch, you know, let me, let me watch Votto. Let me watch the Mets and see the polar bear hit some fucking 500-yard dingers. Like, sure. They don't – they just don't know because MLB does a poor job of getting it out there. But that being said, Sean, the Olympics start this weekend. We're going to shift gears here real quick and hit these last couple of topics, and we'll get out of here. It's in Japan, right? It's in Tokyo. Uh, the Olympic commissioner did come out in, in his press conference. He did ref- he did not say, or he did not rule out that the Olympics could be canceled as early, like as late as Friday. Yes, that I did hear because, because of a, a spike in the Delta variant and coronavirus. Well, I don't. Which is, and then this is. I'm sure you've heard the same thing as what well. it's been like sweeping the nation with news again. How some states are talking about bringing back masses. Well, California early. already is. Cal- some cities in California. L- L.A. already is. Right? L.A. already is. Yeah. But there are states also discussing it. I heard rumors about it already. Um, it's just, it's sad. And it says 99.5% of the people are the people who either just don't have the vaccine or whatever the case may be. It's just, I don't understand, like, what we're doing. Like, why would Nobody you why, why would you mandate masks for people, if, especially if you're doing the right thing um, and you're getting the vaccine and you're, you're doing all that shit? Why should you be punished? So, like, like under well, why their is own doing rules. The, why is getting the vaccine doing the right thing? Though? But I'm it's... saying, like, if that if that's what you, that's what's considered the right thing to do. Ooh, okay, okay, you know yeah. what I'm saying. If if the getting the vaccine is the right thing to do, and you have to wear a mask anyway, what's the point? Why are we getting the vaccine? Why are you bothering? Right, then? it doesn't make sense. Be, right, because and this is also you know rewind ten months, and when the vaccine was coming out, it was you know it was oh no, this vaccine's terrible. 
don't take this vaccine. They pushed this Late through last way year. too. Late last they year. pushed this through way too fast. There's no way we can we, we can be sure this is safe. Those same people are now like, take the vaccine, take the vaccine. We're gonna go door to door and make sure you get your vaccine. I'm I'm vaccinated. Just to be full full disclosure, I'm vaccinated. I mean, that's fine, and you did, can. Yeah, it didn't really bother me. It, be, made, it made my I, life a lot easier. I, I, haven't got, I haven't gotten it yet. I'm not getting it yet simply because I don't believe in anything that – I'm not doing it because I'm, I'm anti-vaccinated. I'm vaccinated against all sorts of other things. Of course, polio, but all that other shit. Absolutely. I had coronavirus. Yep. I, I, got, I had COVID. I yep. got sick from it. My body is capable of fighting it off. What do I need the vaccine for? I don't get the flu shot every year. So what's the difference? Like, this doesn't make you – it's not, and, and again, now we're seeing people who get vac- who are vaccinated. Now we're starting to see people who are vaccinated still contract the virus. You can still contract it, but you get very mild symptoms is exactly. what they say. So, okay, so that's, that's okay, fine. Cool. That's, that's if, on me then. If it's a mild cold, whatever. If it's a mild cold, great. But if, it's, if, if I get if I got to lay up in bed for a couple of days and take some time out of work, you know, hey, whatever, that's on me then for not getting the vaccine. It's not your business. I, I just, I don't. I, I guess I just don't understand. Like, I didn't... Like, obviously, everyone has their own opinion. I'm very pro whatever you want to do. You don't want to be vaccinated? You don't have to be vaccinated. Exactly. You want to get the vaccine? I'm you very get the pro vaccine. mind your own fucking business. Yes. Do, do whatever you feel is right for you. Same, mm-hmm. with, same with parenting. Same with everything else. You do what you think is right. Oh, yeah, because everybody's a great parent, you know, in their own eyes. Like, yes. Like, I can sit here and watch everybody and be like... <laughs> if I had a kid... Trash. If I had a kid, I, I would never let that shit slide... Until you, and, we, we all do it, and then there's, and then you have on the flip side of the coin, you have the people who are like, until you have a child, yes, until you have a child, you do not understand uh, that, and then that gets it goes up my ass side, and it's like, right, I know because you're the only person that's ever raised a kid, in like the life, life, life changes for everybody, like when when you're young and you're like, I am so exhausted, and then you talk to yourself when you're older and you have a child and you're like, I am so exhausted, it's like. Both statements can be true. Yeah. You don't have to be a jackass. Dude, I took it. a nap today before you came over because I, I was outside oh, all day. I'm so jealous. Working <laughs> in the yard. I was up fucking climbing ladders, painting shutters, you know, cutting the grass, and working in the heat. yard, cleaning out the shed. You should see my shed. I'm going to fucking finish that bitch off tomorrow. I think it's going to look fucking immaculate. You're going to want to eat dinner in that fucking thing Dude, when I, I'm done with it. Being outside in this weather today, I'd be dead ass. I'd be like, and it was hot as shit. I'd be forget the show. Dude, I drink a, I drink a gallon of water in like three hours, and I never took a piss. Dehydrated. Never yeah. took a piss. Your piss is gonna be like brown. I just, I it was crazy. Your body's was, not gonna know what to do with itself. Yeah, I was like, this is insane. And uh, I was out there with the dog, and we're hanging out. And I'm hanging out lights, and I'm on la- You know, I'm running up and down ladders, and digging shit, and pushing shit around, and you For know, sure. doing all sorts of fun stuff. Dude, I was fucking tired. Uh, yeah. I was tired. I was like, I didn't do anything. Like, I didn't feel like I did anything, but I did a lot. We're not small men either. And, yeah, that too. But I get it. Like, being tired and exhausted is one thing. But, like, yo, like, when it comes to having a kid, like, remember. And this is my one advice for parents, and this is, I, I don't give unsolicited parenting advice because I'm not a parent. But my only advice for parents is, uh, please just take a step back and remember you're not the only people to ever have raised a child. Yes, we've all we've all been children. We, yeah, we've all been there. We've all had uh, parents. Yeah, all our parents did it. Uh, I'm sure they bitched, but I feel like, you know, whenever people start bitching, I'm just like... It's a like, rite of passage. I'm just like, shut up. Just yep. shut up. Yep. No one cares. Bitch away. Yeah, but like, I mean, keep, keep, keep it to yourself keep it, a little bit. Yeah, fucking just shut up. Keep it moving. Yeah. yeah. Or, or just like... I mean, there's a difference between, like, if we're having a conversation and you're like, you know, you're telling me, like, oh, man, yeah, like, fucking... Cole was up until 4.30 in the morning screaming this morning. Like, we couldn't get Oh, yeah, it's just conversation. Right, when it's like when yeah. it's you and me. But it's like when you get on Facebook and think, oh, my God, I am so tired. My baby was up until 4.30 in the morning. It's like, well, maybe you should have closed your legs. I don't oh. know what to tell you. <laughs> or if you were just talking about that story and I'm just like, 
I love the fucking um, uh, Fallout meme. Hold up! Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you how time yeah. this works. I have a two-year-old. Hold up. <laughs> it's like, no. Uh, so, um, as we're kind of drifting away from the original topic, going back to the original coronavirus thing in Japan, how? I, I like, uh, I don't know. Just cancel it right now, then. Just cancel it. Honestly, I could give two fucks if it's the Olympics. It's the Olympics. I don't care. I, I don't care. They banned an American swimmer's deaf. She's deaf and blind, okay? They banned... Her personal assistant because she's not, like, needed. So this woman said, I'm backing out. Like, I'm not going to the Olympics. Like, forget it. Like, fuck you. This is my personal assistant. I'm deaf and blind, and I'm a swimmer. I'm an Olympic-level swimmer. I need her there to help me just live. Yeah. And they're like, no, no. figure it out. Right. And she's like, I'm out. Yeah. It's incredibly I'm, sad to see. And it, it sucks for the athletes because they put their, their whole lives. It's their whole life. It's and their entire Dedicated life. to doing this. And they, you know, there's one little thing that, they, they're, that they're going to go do. And they get, you only get one crack at it because it's every four years. And, yep. and most and times this is the you only get time. one chance. Yeah. No one, no one is like the, the, the freak swimmer there who had like three chances in the Olympics. What's his name? The, oh, Phelps. Phelps. Phelps got three chances in the Olympics. Right. No and, one's and like him. dominated the fuck out of all of them. Yeah, no one's like him. No, that's a extreme rare. But that's a that's a crazy right. That's crazy rare. Or or if you're an NBA player and you have the opportunity to represent your country in the in the Olympics, which I feel like most NBA players now are like, they pass mm. all the time. Yeah, they're just like, no, all I'm not doing it. I'm all of them it. pass. I mean, Kevin Durant. I give him credit. Kevin Durant's like, you all go, but I want the ball ninety percent of the time. Yeah, which okay. Hey, you know what? That's good enough to get us gold. Go get it, baby. <laughs> you know? Is it though? Yeah. We'll Not find really. out. We'll find out. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Because if they cancel it, who knows? Uh, if, the only thing I want to see run is the men's and women's 100 meter because I have it on very good authority that Oakley. So Oakley released the new Cato glasses Okay. this week. Uh, they're 24 karat gold. My pair is already in route. Um, yes, you heard that right. Wait till you see these things. These things take bro to a whole nother fucking level, dude. I'm telling you. Bro. Like when, you, when I say bro... Like, yeah, you can have your pit vipers and all your fucking, dude. This is a flex of all flexes right here. 24 karat gold. Oh, my God. And uh, Oakley is going, the men's 100 meter and women's 100 meter sprint, sprints are going, they're going to have a, a variation of this gla- of these frames that no one's seen before, not even the Oakley reps. Hmm. So they're going to make their full-blown debut. Because remember, these glasses were supposed to be, uh, were supposed to be, I did. I did. I was. I was trying to. I was trying to hit one onto. Uh, I was trying to hit one onto Brown LF. Um, I mean, uh, Rockdale. A street. Um, gotcha. Rockdale LF. Sorry. Um, no, I was. Uh, they. They were supposed to debut at the Olympics last year. So Pat Mahomes had been wearing them at the Super Bowl. Yes. Okay. I think I showed him yep, to you. Yep, and he yep. had like a little prototype, and he was supposed to be. He was wearing them at the Super Bowl, and then they were like, "Oh, these are going to debut at the Olympics," and the Olympics got canceled. And so they pushed them off a year, and then they were supposed to come out in the spring, mm-hmm. and then that never happened because the, the, the R&D that goes into these things. Wait till you see the features on these things. I'm telling you, they're fucking electric. Can't wait. I'm going to have like four pairs. It's all different colors. Unbelievable. But the first ones I'm getting are the 24-karat gold ones. That's fucking Just hilarious. Play. I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Just, is it a flex? Yeah. Am I flexing on you? Absolutely. Are you going to take it? Of course you are. Yeah, what am I going to do? I'm going to punt. <laughs> uh, but that's the only thing I care about is the men's hundred hundred the men's and women's hundred meter da- uh, dash, uh, which is that is it. Uh, and just quick, uh, we got to get into this NCAA thing next week. 
What's the NCAA heavier? thing? Because the, the the players are now allowed to make their money off their likenesses, and they're allowed to do you know get sponsored. And I've really heard much about that. And do it well. So apparently, I know about the it, uh, the backup quarterback at Alabama is already approaching seven figures in in deals with the sponsors backup quarterback for Alabama. Who they? I, I'm assuming they think he's going to be the next big thing. Uh, what's his name? He only completed like. Is he the, is he a true redshirt freshman? Uh, no. Who's the quarterback for Alabama right now? I know Mac Jones just got drafted by the Patriots. I know. I don't know who took over as the next guy. I'm not watching the the the, the spring practices for Alabama. Sorry, pe- sorry people. Bryce Young. So Bryce Young is he the quarterback now, or he's the no? He's the young kid. He's the young kid. Okay. So Bryce Young. Uh, so. <laughs> Alabama quarterback yeah, Bryce, Derek, Derek Bryce Young. Com- Wait, hold on. Derek in the chat completely misinterpreted what the thing was. He says, I'll Venmo you $2 towards the Chinese Playboy. It's not Chinese Playboy. It's China, the old wrestler. He, he corrected it, China, yeah. He's oh, okay, okay, okay. No, Perfect. no, no. We don't need money. No, we, we don't need money. We he don't just, need money. We he's just, just going to do it. We just need people to like it. So that's four. Oh, no, it's more than four. Is it? Yeah, it's. Uh, I think we're at like five or six because I, I'm only seeing what's on row one, and then I switched over to like New Bedford Guide, and that has like a few likes as well. Oh, so all right, okay. You're probably close to it. So we're creeping up. Um, all right, so we'll get into the 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 uh, NCAA thing heavy next week, uh, but yeah, uh, Nick Saban has come out and said that uh, Bryce Young is now approaching one million dollars in endorsement deals. Because that's the thing, college athletes are now crazy. allowed to get endorsement deals, and they're allowed to make money off of them, which is fucking great. Because they're not, it's it's not like they're getting paid to play. It's not like the NCAA is having to like pay these kids a salary. It's getting paid to play now. But now the NCAA is allow they're allowing these kids to use their likeness to make money, which they should have been able to do all along. Sure. Uh, it's insane that it fucking took this long. I agree. For this to come to become a thing, but man. I am so looking forward to the unintended consequences and, like, the things that – the problems that we haven't seen or, like, we can't see until it happens kind of thing. You're going to see college oh, divas. Oh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to get ugly. Oh, you're going to see – You're going to see college coaches being like, fuck this, I can't do this anymore. What's his name from Clemson? Dabo. Said, Dabo. Dabo Sweeney said, if my athletes start getting paid, I will quit. We're, we're here. We've reached that time period. Here we are. And this was three years ago. He said, I will quit if we start paying uh, college athletes. It's unfucking believable, Sean. It's it's absolutely fucking crazy. Imagine, like, you just said, like, I didn't know that about Bryce Young getting almost a million dollars already. So far, he's wait, almost up to a million dollars. Wait until you start seeing players do well. You see a player have a three-touchdown, four-touchdown game by oh, himself could, as a could running you, back? Could you imagine if, if this was allowed, like, when Deshaun Watson was there or Tim Tebow? Dude, these guys are going to be making, like— are you? Deals with themselves. Yo, throw it to me, man. I, I need to get, like, a couple sponsorships. You're going to see all these things come out of, like, and then Vegas gets involved. Vegas oh, always yeah. gets involved. And then once Vegas gets their hands in it, you know it's all bets are off. And then you see no Alabama. Alabama is 79-point favorites this weekend. 79! And <laughs> you just start throwing down crazy money. Dude, it's going to get fucking It's going to get fucking crazy. It's going to be fun. And it is going to be uh, a lot uh, a lot going on because again, you know, it, it all looks good right now. Uh, it's just an it's uh, and all NCAA sports. It's it's an NCAA ruling, Derek. Um, but obviously, the big sports that are going to be capitalized off of it are going to be football and basketball. Yeah, and then know. a bunch of athletes. Uh, I'm not sure if any of you guys have Twitter. A bunch of uh, whatever you play, tennis, hockey, everything, swimming. 
Um, there was a para, uh, I'm sorry, a, uh, a paraplegic uh, wheelchair paraplegic. racer. Paraplegic. Thank you. Wheelchair racer. They've all been reaching out to Dave Portnoy. And here's a paraplegic sports. Swiss man on a pony. <laughs> they all reached out to Dave Portnoy, who started up his own uh, sports page, like like group. And all these athletes are like, yo, can Barstool sponsor me? And they're like, sure can. Here's some bunch of free shit to wear. Yep. And it's been like for the last two weeks, he's just been sponsoring like random athletes all across the like the United States. Dude, it's gonna it's it's gonna get wild. It's gonna be fun. Uh, I'm again, I'm looking forward to because there is going to be a massive amount of uh, insane, insanely negative things to come out of this. Of course, and it's gonna be just awesome to watch. You can see guys with face tattoos. Oh, I just I right. The only thing the only thing that I will I, I will I I'm staunchly going to be against and I hope they make this rule is that they will not allow sponsorships to put patches on jerseys. It's coming. Cause teams are gonna wanna make some more money because they they're they're losing out on some of the profits now. So they're gonna wanna make some money. Right. Well, it's, it's not even that they're losing out on anything, it's just that the players are now getting some and they're like, Wee. But that should have been our money. Mm. But since, let's use Bryce Young because that's the hot topic we're talking about. Bryce Young made a million dollars on sponsoring his own stuff. Like he's selling his own items, his own t-shirts, whatever he's going to be doing. And Alabama's like, well, we're going to just sell a spot in your jersey to Michelin for like $50 million now. Yeah. So. Hmm. Which is going to be, which, which will ultimately be the fucking lamest shit ever. Because I think what the NBA does is so lame. They already do it for bowl games. Now they just be like, hey, I, you'll have bowls. And you'll have weekly bowls. Right. <laughs> like, oh yeah, it's gonna get. Calls. Welcome to the oil bowl. Oh, the, the playoff. The playoffs are gonna get expanded real quick. Uh, you're gonna see eight teams in the playoffs Dude, before long. I'm sorry. This year they should have expanded the the uh, the college football playoffs already. This year, it's so good. It, I get excited for college football playoffs. College football playoffs are awesome. They need to be eight teams both. The, the, prob- the, whole time. The, the problem is, and what I'm hoping is, is now that these guys, that these teams are allowed to do this, I'm hoping it revives programs because obviously you're going to see, you know, Bama. Uh, I think it's going to bring so like you know you you have your Bamas, your Clemsons, you know your Ohio State, your Ohio State, like those are your big teams right now, yep. your big three. I think this is going to revive teams like Miami, USC, uh, you know, the Gators. All these kind of teams because because you're going to have a market there where people are going to be able to go. The players are going to be able to go and market themselves better uh, because of the market that they're in. And it's going to actually get players to go there. Or teams – like teams are going to start getting creative here. Sure. And being like, hey, come play for Miami and we got you this, 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 and this sponsorship already lined up. We got a BMW sponsorship or an Audi sponsorship or whatever I mean, if you thought if you thought shit was fucking crazy – Back then, when they were doing it on the DL with boosters and all this other stuff, oh baby, you ain't seen nothing yet. I think the, who's affected the most? Boosters? They get they kind of get like pushed out of the thing here. I mean, the boosters kind of no, because the boosters now are going to have to use their their now their connections to big money companies are actually going to be able to get used because they used to have to keep that shit on the DL. They've probably been sitting on all this stuff for years, saying like, "Fuck, man, if I could get you." If I could get you this, or I could get you that, I could hook you up with that. I could put you in a Subway commercial, or you know, I, I could get you to, you know, sponsored by a McDonald's. Like we could get some big dollars. That's gonna start happening now. Like you're gonna see college players in Subway commercials, on Nike commercials. Like you never used to be able to see that. Here's a here's a good question for you that we can we can kind of lead off the end of the show with. If you could go back in revisionist history now, mm-hmm. college players can be paid. Always. Let's let's exclude NBA because it's not really fair because most of the guys could get drafted from high school 
to the NBA. Let's say only college football players and NFL players. Who would have been the most marketable college athlete? Most marketable college athletes? I, I heard this question, and one name popped in my mind, and he's within the last 10 years. I mean, Tim Tebow would have to be... That's my answer, number one. Number one for Because me. in the South, everyone everyone talked about Tebow as if he was already like a Super Bowl-winning quarterback. They talked about Tim Tebow when he was at Florida as if he'd already won 10 Super Bowls. Oh, yeah. They, they were like, oh, no, this no, man no, is no, going no. to win 10 Super Bowls. Oh, without a doubt. They said he has Jesus on his side. You yeah. can't lose. I mean, Johnny Manziel would have been up there. Johnny Manziel could have funded his own campaign to be the most marketable because he was already pre-rich. Right. Um, uh, Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush was another name that I thought of. Matt Leiner. Um, Any, pretty much anybody on those USC teams. Vince Young. Line, oh, my God. Vince Young would have been like. Vince Sanity. When Vince, when Vince Sanity would have, would have added its peak, dude. Cam at Auburn. Cam at Auburn. Uh, Cam, yeah, Cam at Auburn would have been nice. Sam Bradford at Oklahoma. It's mostly a lot of quarterbacks. Well, obviously, I mean, it's going to follow the trend of, like, the NFL. Like, kind of look at where your NFL guys are at yeah. and then look at the contracts and then these – these. but the thing is, is, like, your wide receivers, your running backs, your defensive ends, your DBs, those guys are going to start to get their, their money because, like, say, like, somebody like Honey Badger when he was at LSU. Everybody loves Honey Badger. Yeah. I mean, they gave him the nickname the Honey Badger because he don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, he just – he was fucking tough. I think, that, yeah, there's, there's going to be a bunch now that are going to come up. And, uh, oh, Maurice Clout would still be broke. He'd be blowing all his money like an idiot. Maurice Clout sucked. He was just, uh, well, he was a drunk. He was an alcoholic. He was always trash. And then who was, uh, who was, was it Lendale White and Maurice Clout? No, Lendale no, White Lendale was USC. No, Lendale White was Reggie Bush. Yeah, he was USC. Was who was the Reggie. guy with Maurice Clout, like the backup to Maurice Clout? Oh, Claret. fuck. Um, I should know this, too, because they was in that, that bowl game against Miami that Miami clearly won, and then they <laughs> decided not to. Man, imagine being a hurricane back in the 2000s. Early 2000s. Oh, my God. You would have been crazy rich. Dude. Reggie, that, Reggie Wayne. Santana Moss. Dude, you can go through the, every position. Andre besides, Johnson. Every position besides quarterback was all, all pro. Fuck that. Ken Dorsey was fucking nice, bro. Yo, oh, he was a great third stringer for San Francisco for yeah, about well, three years. Fuck you. He still made it to the pros as a quarterback. Hardest position to make it as a pro. Didn't fucking really play. No, nope, whatever. Fuck it. Who cares? But dude, fuck had you, Had a lot man. of practice. Come on, bro. We had fucking Bernie. You know, whatever. Fuck off. <laughs> All right, Kosar was nice. Don't fucking forget. Don't sleep, bro. Don't sleep on the burn, man. Uh, no, no, Derek. I'm saying you're throwing out. Oh yeah, Portis just taking back to Miami. But I'm saying like, think about most marketable coast to coast. Like people about buying jerseys regardless of team. Like Tim Tebow was right up there. People were all about Tebow. Oh mania yeah, for, absolutely. Tebow would have definitely been number one. He was on Sports Center. I think every Reggie. Day. I think Reggie Bush would have been two. Another guy every day on Sports Center. Every yeah, day. You gotta go back and just think of the guys that you saw on, on like every week. You're like, oh, and here we go, Reggie Bush. Vince Young would have been there. Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I mean, you probably would have had guy. I mean, Sean Taylor at Reed, like. You know, basically anybody on the Hurricanes, they would have made they would have made a boatload of dough. But now that you're able, now that you're able to put those guys out in front of people at the with by giving and paying them to be in front of people, mm-hmm. now people are going to start to know who these guys are. You know, like if you, unless you're like oh, a diehard yeah. college football fan, you don't know a lot of the great players in the, in in college unless you're like a real diehard fan of that school. And you know, it's going to suck. It's going to totally skew the NFL drafts going forward. People are going to be like. 
I bought this Michigan jersey for nothing. Yeah. Like, and they're gonna be like, that player is trash. No offense. Right. Like, people would have been buying Michael Sam jerseys, thinking he's gonna oh, be like, absolutely. A, thinking he's gonna be the next defensive end of the year. And like, I'll be. I'll, I know you get drafted in the seventh round, and I think that was about right. Mm. I know, undrafted, undrafted. I get it. But people would have been like, you know, he should have been a top two picks. I have top two picks. Top two rounds. And you're gonna have all this skewing of like popularity, right. like, and that's that's. Right, because the popularity of a guy in college, but that's the thing where, you know, NFL, NFL scouting departments are, they're very good, very good at separating, but they're going to be able to start using that against each other because they're going to be able to say, no, 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 you know, that like, yeah, no, this guy, he's really good. Look at how much money you made in endorsements. He's really good. Fuck that. We just want him to go above us so that this guy falls to us. I get it 100%, but how many times are you going to see similar situations where we talk about overpaying for athletes in free agency? Now you're going to be overdrafting athletes because oh, I mean, you're going to But, gonna, but that, happens, com- every, but that gonna, happens every year You're anyway. going to accommodate the fans. You're going to accommodate the fans because you're going to want a certain guys. But, guy. Sean, we see that every year anyway. I know, but a lot of people don't know the rookies. A lot of people are like, oh, I heard a bunch of good things. You don't know. Unless no. you've studied the draft and watched it. Like, I am a psychopath. But it doesn't, matter. it doesn't matter how many fucking Subway commercials or endorsements a guy, a guy gets. If he, he plays. If he's a running back and he goes to the combine and he runs a 4-8-40, guess what? See you the fucking see you the fuck later, bro. See you in New England. Yeah, yeah, or that too. Bill's like, oh my god, you see how that man plugs through the mud? He's like, oh god, that just gets my jaw tingling a little bit right there. Uh, but anyway, we're gonna wrap it up there. Thank you everybody for joining us. We almost went the full two hours, so fuck training it. camp eve. Uh yeah, for the most part, training camp eve, brotherhood. Excited as shit. So we we said it was gonna be a short show. We still went an hour and forty. Like an hour and forty, whatever. But uh, good show, Sean. Thanks for joining me, buddy. Appreciate you. And uh, we will be back next week right here uh, on New Bedford Guide Live. Come on, Rogers. Do something. Yeah, it's like you're sitting there. It's like the meme, the guy with the stick. Like, come on. Do something. He's like, I don't want that deal. Okay, force your hand then. Let's go. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's getting there. Uh, but we'll, we'll be there. Training camp starts next week uh, regardless. So it is officially the start of the NFL season. Thank God. We'll be getting more into some fantasy football talk. We'll be getting more into a lot of that kind of stuff. So uh, we'll check you later. Brad Brad Keselowski next week, next year, no longer in Penske. He's driving for Roush Fenway. I am Joey Fats. With me, as always, Mr. Sean Bentcourt. Thank you all for listening. We'll check you next week. Adios. If he dies, he dies. He dies. <laughs> he dies. He dies. <laughs> he dies. <laughs>